Hey guys, how's it going? Matt from Foul Ball Productions here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you're doing great. I am doing phenomenally. Thank you very much. This is Culture Crime Fighters. Me and Vigilante Williamson here are here to declare our intention to find all culture criminals and bring them to justice. Wherever you hide, we will find you. So be villainous if you dare, but one day you will find us. And you will not like that day. Hello, Vigilante. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, superstar, I should say. You're the, <laughs> you're the man in these parts, man. You've done I mean, what a, a lot of people... Uh, you, you, you broke a story for all intents and purposes. Yes, I did. Yes. At least you broke it down. You were the first video to cover, at least that I saw, to cover the Bill Burr situation. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who, who maybe check out this podcast for the first time. Uh, because of it so uh cool 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 yeah i certainly hope though uh looks yeah. like i might be roboting a little bit well, hopefully yeah. that'll pass um yeah i'll turn the camera off to uh alleviate uh, that let's say real quick to hello we've got lord thoth in the chat hello sir good to see you uh rajesh taylor is here hello my friend it's cracking uh hey, hey, hey. jake jake doozle in the hazel, what's up, my man? And of course, the ever funny, ever awesome sentient dildo. What's you know what? On? I almost screwed us up. I, it would have been wrong. Got to do the intro. Vigilante wins here on the third episode of Culture Crime Fighters, and I almost forgot it because I was just so comfortable, just ready to rock, and, and, and it would have been wrong. Everything well, I'm glad I got that. I heard it too, and I I noticed it wasn't there, but I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna mess up the flow. Yeah, I'm glad you caught it. I'm glad you caught it. Yeah. Kind of, it's like you can't go too far without it. No, you're a fucking professional. That's what you are, Vidge. Try to be. Trying to be. You're a professional, man. Like I said, uh, congrats on the video. Thanks, man. Uh, and uh, congrats on kind of um, you, you kind of changed my mind a little bit on Burr, but not a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, it's an interesting thing. So the video, like, I legit just found that because I'm a fan of that podcast and I listen to it pretty much every week. And I love yeah. DeRosa. I'm a huge fan. We were talking about, um, we were talking about the Patrice doc last week or a few weeks there ago, we or whatever. And on, remember, I mentioned that there was the uh, the episode, the memorial episode of Opie and Anthony after Patrice died. Yeah, you uh, sent that to me, and I listened to some. It was pretty good. Pretty yeah, DeRosa is all over that. Like DeRosa, yeah. he's a, like a fixture in, in, in New York comedy as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we got a few more people joining us. Hello, the Islington girl. Lovely to see you. Hello. How's it going? Um, yeah, I think so, it's Islington. I think it's Islington. I think it's it chat. I think it is Islington. Let, uh, oh, okay. let us know again. I know we've asked you this before, at least in another stream. I feel like it's been asked. Maybe it is. I, I thought it was Islington, but that's. Yeah, I, don't know. I did too. So anyway, so I was just a fan. I was ha I was just you know happily watching it, and then like I was listening, I was like, "Oh my god!" I don't think anyone's covered this yet. I don't think anyone's like pointed this out. So yeah, bam, bam, make a quick video about it. We talk about we talked about it on uh, on the on the cocktail lounge. Yeah, we did. You know, and at that point, it had like two thousand views, and I was like, "Oh, maybe this isn't going to be such a big story." I sent it to Gary. I sent it to uh, Lady Gravemaster. I was like, "Hey, hey, I've got the scoop," and you know. Not really much, not much, and not much happened with it. Over the weekend, the video starts shooting up 50,000, 60,000. All of a sudden, Sunday night, I see a video, Midnight's Edge, 
at like nine o'clock or ten o'clock or whatever, yeah. just saying like, "Hey, what... we found it," and I was like, "I fucking found it." Like, <laughs> I don't want to be an asshole here, but like, it's Sunday. I put this out Thursday. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's been almost I, a week. You yeah. had this. You had everyone beat by a week. Like, I, was I think like, I even right. put that in the comments that like, hey, five at this by because it just pissed me off as a fan. I felt like watching your video grow. Listen, I'm a lion. I have an Indians hat on now, but I'm a Lions fan. I'm a we don't win that much. So I was rooting for you, like as as almost a sports fan. Like, yes, I want your video to grow of our whole community. You have the biggest video, the biggest two videos, I believe. I'm talking about like you know, like me, you, Jake D, yeah. Paulie, uh, culture, or even yeah, yeah, the Rat Pack, Wes, yeah. everybody, the whole little extended crew. Uh, and it's like, oh man, this is really cool. Um. But yeah, everyone kept saying Midnight Sage, Midnight Sage. I'm like, well, you already had it. And I saw that, you know, no disrespect to the guys of Midnight Sage. I, hey, I love those guys. They're great. They're great. Uh, but yeah, you you wrote the story. And that's so really cool. Know. So what happened with Midnight Sage? And I was like, all right, I'm not going to make a big deal about this. I would have liked the credit. Okay. Well, then Monday rolls along. I get a text from Eric. He's like, hey, man, everyone's talking about this, this subject and no one's giving you credit. Bro. Every single YouTuber in our little corner, like, uh, you know, not I'm not calling out anybody. I'm just saying everyone was talking about it. It was uh, comics was talking about it. Midnight's Edge was talking about it. The yeah. quarter was talking about it. Gary makes a video about it. Everyone's making a fucking video. Uh, all the while, I'm just like left by the wayside. Like, guys, like <laughs> it's not a big deal. But I have like Gary did give you credit in the video. He did. And give I credit. will say, and I will say, obviously to his credit, of course, Gary, the fucking man, he mentioned me right up front. He did mention me with Midnight's Edge, but he did mention me because he's a stand-up yeah. motherfucker. And then today during the nooner, he he made a big moment and he and he gave me a 100 yeah. credit. I cannot tell you how vindicated that made me feel too. It was so yeah. great. But it's like, yo, everyone else. I'm a channel with like I had like 600 subs at the time. Like I could use the press. Like I'm yeah. not I'm trying to be actually even before here. you dropped the video, you only had like 400, right? You're like 400, yeah. 500, and that video busts you up to like 600, and then yeah. you're almost 800. Hopefully, I hope you get to a thousand off it. You deserve way more. That uh, was a good video, and Thanks, like I said, even changed my mind a little bit. I have two minds about it. We'll get into that. It's kind of yeah. a separate subject, but I'm glad Gary gave you not. Uh, again, he's one of the most stand up individuals i've ever met in all in i mean whether or not you consider the youtube the entertainment industry or not and whether or not you consider gary to be an entertainer or not typically people in this space anywhere close to it are very cutthroat and very assholeish and gary yeah. could not be further from that so just such a shout out to what yeah the video did do well is girl it did do well and i hope it gets yeah. to a hundred thousand and i hope you know People realize my man Matt got a direction. Is it? Yeah, like yeah, and it was just. Yeah. I didn't need anything. All I needed was just a little shout, a little credit. Like, hey, we found you know this little channel found it first. Blah blah. That's it. It's all I needed. I didn't need anything else. It's not like it's my words. I just have yeah. to. Like, I and then then the next day after all that goes, it's a fucking national news story. Yeah. It's literally national news. It's on Yahoo, MS. It's on everything. And I'm like, you know, can someone give me a bounce pass, please? <laughs> anything man but we did anything that did itself happen. is a culture crime man that's a culture crime and i mean it, it happened to you but this is kind of a thing that happens in this little scummy ass media media thing mm -hmm. it's like everybody is now running with this story and you yeah. i mean yeah technically it comes off of his podcast but you had the first video you had the first report on it 
right. yours is the first one on it that exists. And at the very least, I brought it to like our people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I brought it to like our side of the YouTube. So it's like, look, I just, just a little credit would have been nice, but you know what? The truth is, it got out there. Gary this is the fucking man. And I feel like really grateful to him, like 100% that he like went out of his way to make a point of it. I'm like, all right, cool. Like that's, that's, that's yeah. better than that's, that feels really good. That's even better. Cause it's like, it yeah. went unspoken for a while and then he brought the truth to light. So I was like, all right, cool. That's cool. So we, we love Gary. Man. <laughs> he's, he's, he's dope. And everyone in the chat, you guys are being so supportive. I really appreciate it. Eilington girl saying, I heard some of this stuff on Burr coming up and I was like, I've already heard this. Like, high five. High five. Yeah. Uh, Lord Thoth, Gary was straight up, gave you the nod, outstanding. Yes, Absolutely. yes, yes. Video did well for you. Yeah, it's, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not, a, I guess I was trying to walk the line of gratitude. It was just like the bigger the story got, the more frustrating it was. I was like, yeah, all right, well, it would have been nice. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but uh, Lord Thoth says, uh, like, share, subscribe, hit the bell icon for notifications. He's a good shit, that Lord Thoth. He's Absolutely. A good guy. You know what? I realized I didn't like what the hell am I doing? I do not like my own podcast. I know, right? I got to do that too. And Rajesh yeah. says he uh, he'll watch it two thousand times to hump it over a hundred k. You're a good. Yeah, we're shit, getting Rajesh. You're a good. We're shit. getting that fucker at over a hundred k one way or another. I don't. I, we'll pay somebody on Fiverr if we have to. That fucker's going over one hundred k. Boom! Let's make it happen. And Islington girl says, uh, "Yeah, it's bad form not to quote the source." Yeah, I agree. Yeah, in general, it is. I said ninety seven. Oh, it'll make it. We don't need to Fiverr it. Hey, it'll probably get there. But it's just, you know, especially when it's it. like a teeny weeny channel like mine. It's like, come on now. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the videos that take teeny weeny channels into big channels. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree. And, and then look, I'm very grateful for all the new subs, man. It's fucking what when we last week I like I was like, get me over 450, and now we're like pulling up on 800. So that's great. I mean, that's a hell of a week. So I'm completely grateful. I'm not being shitty. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird to watch a national news story that you fucking broke and no one's giving you credit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the big time, kid. I guess that's exactly what it is. Like, oh, <laughs> welcome to the big time. Yep. Uh, actually, it looks like you're at 791 now. Oh, great. It started at 788. Hopefully uh, they stay because YouTube and their sub count is a, uh, it's a little social weird. mistress. I can't figure out the like and that same video too. Like sometimes I'd go to bed and it would have like twenty thousand. I'd wake up and I'd have twenty, like I have twenty five. It would go about that and twenty. And the sub counts were all over the place. I don't understand. I don't know how it works, but it's all it's all working. Oh Lord, thought you, sweetie pie. We need to s schedule a one thousand subs live stream for next week. Well, let's hope we get there. That would be fucking yeah. Sick. Oh my god, that, that would be, be thing. That, that would be awesome. Be dope. And again, right. like you would be getting there pretty much naturally. You didn't get you know you Gary finally gave you credit. But no, I've I've lived off shout outs for my whole channel growth. It's just been nothing but shout outs. Nothing on my channel has grown my my uh, grown it. It's just been hopping on podcasts. But for you to have a video that grows it is really dope. Yeah, that helped. I mean, Gary coming in to do the expanse on on week ten that was huge. Definitely, that yeah. made a lot. That made a big difference. That video is. I mean, for for a two hour video, it's got like two thousand views. That's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I also noticed that the vi the views for uh, the cocktail lounge have been going up. So I expect next week, no, this week, I mean, Friday should be a big show. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. All right. Sorry, I'm crooked. Everybody's messing me up. All good. It was a little smudge in the camera and I, and I moved it earlier. So I think it's just going to be crooked and I'm just going to deal with it. Is what it is. So it enough is. about me. Uh, what yeah. was, what were you going to tell me? What were you about to talk about with uh, with Burr there? With the burst situation, okay, yeah, we've, we've had enough inside baseball, as Gary would call it. Um, 
so I've been pretty critical of Burr, but I'm starting to get to a point where I don't like living vicariously through somebody. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are living vicariously through Bill Burr, what they want Bill Burr to do or what they want John Favreau to do or what they want them to do. And it's like, eh, you can have the opinion. I do have the opinion that, you know, you can be critical of uh, what people say. You can be critical of what people don't say and people being silent. But you can't tell people what to do with their own money and what to do with their job situation. You can say, oh, you can't count somebody's money and say, well, you have money to, to no, you do. But it's also, you know, especially if you're depending on your heart with Favreau, uh, there's a lot of people who depend on John Favreau. So you're not just messing up your money. You're messing up other people, like families and shit like that. That doesn't mean I still, you know, you know, so that that point is at least that's actually more of the coverage. It's like, you know what? Bill Burr has the right to think business and make a business decision. Now, I have the right to call it a business decision. I have the right to say he's trying to, uh, you know, he's shook and it ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. And he is trying to halfway crook it. That's something that's definitely, he, he if uh, you notice, and you said DeRozan is the guy's name, because I'm not as familiar with the uh, people. He did a lot more of the talking than Bill Burr. And you can see what, what Bill Burr thinks. But he's definitely uh, trying to be business about it. And remember, he said, I'm on that show. Not I've been on that show. Not I've worked with that show. I am currently on that show, meaning future episodes and future things with this show are upcoming. And uh, at the end of the day, I think Bill Burr is somebody who definitely has plans to be bigger in Hollywood. Because yeah. if, if that's the case... Once that is established, that is part of what he he wants to do. That's what he wants to do. Now, you can feel some type of way and say, yeah, you're not quite as punk rock or you're not quite as the edge guy I thought you were. And I, that's fair. And that's kind of how I feel. That is how I feel, you know. I feel you. You know, I don't, wouldn't call him a, a fraud, though. I think that. And, I've, and I almost did last week. You know, yeah. to be 100% fair. Um, that's probably too strong of a word, you, you know. I, but I think about, okay, you know, we all do things at work to keep the job going. And it doesn't mean you just never stand up for yourself, but it's like, are you going to ruin your own job for somebody? And again, if you're, if you're somebody who wants to live outside of that, you can, but if not, then what are you going to do? So that's my, my, my take on Burr. The only thing is that I'll say to that, and I, I appreciate that take because I think it's pretty balanced. And, you know, a lot of times people kind of forget these are human beings with like families yes. and responsibilities and mortgages and shit like that. They can't just casually throw everything to the wind. The difference with, like Favreau, I think Favreau can't say shit. Favreau can't do it because yes. Favreau needs Hollywood. He's a, he's an actor director like that. He he can't go somewhere else. I mean, you know, and just pick up sticks and start something over completely. I mean, like he could, but it's like he'd have to be like in Carano's position where he has to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, he can probably play politics, do stuff behind the scenes. <coughs> Burr is a different situation because Burr talks for a living. Burr says controversial things for a living. He makes a lot of his, probably most of his money. He makes it on the road doing stand-up. He, he does it with his podcast. Him saying anything about this is not going to alienate his fans. Uh, no. It might make things a little more dicey in Hollywood, but I don't think it would hurt like his bottom line that much. And the other thing that Gary said is like he's actually missing out on a mint. He said this today on the on the nooner. Gary was saying that like he could make money on this. That if he like condemned this, he he could be fucking gilded. And I was like, that's actually a great point. I didn't even think about the money angle. Yeah. Is that 
we're dying to hear this stuff. You know, it's like we're ravenous. I mean, look, look how like much this this Gina Carano thing is moving uh, culture right now. You know, it's a yeah. massive story. It's everywhere you look. And like, well, well Gary and as we're talking about yesterday and Gary talked about today was about uh, on the Star Wars channels videos, like every single comment is something about Carano is like her like punk rock quote about like lies and truths and this back and forth. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think there's a time to like, there's a time to pick your battles and there's a time to strike. And I honestly think Bill could could have struck and can strike and would and would be in it you know safe not only safe would be elevated it's like look how much we love carano just for not bending the knee right all the yeah. pronoun shit with pedro and stuff look how yeah, we yeah. built her up to a goddess level and look honestly she's an average actress you know yeah if that to be fair i mean she's right? good at physically but she's not a she's not gonna win an academy award ever yeah She's not. She she's gorgeous and she's Absolutely. a fucking badass for being an MMA. That's yes, charisma that you can't teach that. You can't yeah. teach charisma. You can't teach charisma. But like, you know, there if you go back and look at some of uh, like critical drinkers Mandalorian review videos, he kind of trashes on her and a lot of people did. But the second she showed herself to have depth of character, to to not be part of the woke Twitter mob, to not be part of the like whatever Hollywood cult is going on. As soon as she yeah. didn't act like that, we were like, this bitch is the shit. And we elevated Absolutely. her to like godlike status, well above where like her, you know, typically would would just shoot fall, but because yeah. we respected her. And so it's like the, we took a, a a relatively obscure actress and made her like a, a, now a martyr, you know, like a like a, yeah. a figure of of, of of renown. I mean, Burr could have he could have become he could have come out of this a but fucking gleaming champion if he, you know, was. went went hard at it. To go back to my original criticism for last week, he wants to be a Hollywood guy. He doesn't yeah. want to build his own. And that's what I kind of to tell into my point. If he wanted to be an independent person, that, you know, I brought this up about Patrice. Why not just be a comedian? Why not just be a stand-up? You said, well, you got to establish relationships. Okay, that's fine in that case. Burr has all that. He can tour. Yeah, he, he can Burr go does. wherever he wants. Yeah, I think the coof was a part of it, but now... Hell, Texas has uh, lifted all their restrictions. So really, you can live in Texas. You can Hell live yeah. in Texas. There's like five to six major cities, and a lot of people are moving there. You can just live in Texas and Florida and just eat off of those two states if and you a, wanted to. And a lot, a lot of comedians are moving to Austin. A huge yes, that's looking, Austin's looking like one of the cultural hotbeds of the future. Uh, because of how many people are moving, it's like the New York yeah. or the future or whatever. I'm going. Um, I'll be there. Yeah. In a month, less than a month, baby. Oh, cool, 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 cool. I'm my plan. I got a long term plan to get a house, not in Austin, uh, in the Houston suburbs. Um, and then my backup plan is to stay on my brother's couch in the Houston suburbs so in case <laughs> shit hits the fan. So one way or another, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, um, yeah. Jake D, what up, bro? What up, bro? Hey, hey, Jake yeah. D. Yeah, he's out there in Central Texas. A lot of people are out there. You're right. Yeah, right, that's gonna be no, dude, as far as the comedians that are going, like Rogan goes first, right? And he and he like kind of he's like the Marines, he's like the first, you know, boat <laughs> on, on Normandy, like just like yeah. making you know, softening up the beach. But then Segura goes, uh uh Tony Hinchcliffe goes, um, probably probably uh like what's it, Brian Callen and and uh, uh the other dude the the big dude anyway like everyone in rogan's crew is going yeah and tim dylan's there now it's like yeah, it's yeah. becoming like a new comedy hub i think rogan wants to open up a, a comedy club there and now that the restrictions are open man it's a whole new world 
whole new world. Yeah, yeah, think, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like it, it's becoming the, the thing. Like if you're anti-Hollywood, like we're all taking notice. Now we like you more. But you know? Burr wants to be a part of Hollywood. That was my original criticism was he, 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 he does want to be a company guy. You know what I mean? That's what he wants. He clearly, because it's not the money he's getting from the Mandalorian. Gina wasn't making that much money. He did le less episodes than Gina. So yep. it's not like Disney is giving him money, but he, Disney has cachet. He wants to play the game. He took, listen, before he was anybody, he he took those eyes wide shut uh, acting classes. He talks about it. You know what, what I mean? Where he had to look. What is that? You brought that up before. What are you talking about? Okay. He, he it's funny. It's a Bill Burr joke. He 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 calls those IY shut parties, the weird Hollywood parties, and he has this thing where he went to. Uh, he said it was a really good acting school uh, back in the day, but it was uh, linked to Scientology, if I'm oh, correct. Okay. And he had a lot of creepy experiences because of that. Oh, okay. So I, I'm making fun of it, and I'm using kind of his bit to kind of make fun of it because he's called like the Hollywood parties, eyes wide shut parties. Mm -hmm. I'm calling it eyes wide shut acting school, but it is a reference to the fact that he. He went to these type of acting school. And there's no disrespect. I know you went to acting schools and stuff like that too. I mean, but it's like if you were in Bill Burr's position, you probably like, well, I don't need Hollywood, so I'm just gonna do my own thing. If I was oh, Burr, maybe, I, dude, I was fucking scared as shit to start this channel, man. Honestly, because yeah. like, yeah, because I was just like, if I go on here and I start saying what I think, I mean, that's it. Like, I'm done. Like, there's, they're never gonna, like, I'm never gonna get an agent or a manager that's gonna, you know, they're gonna, as soon as they open up my fucking YouTube channel, I'll be like, who's woke? What? Gina Karan? Like, it's over. So, like, I yeah. had to make a, I had to make a decision. Honestly, it was the best decision I've maybe ever made because I feel yeah. more in touch with who I actually am doing this than I think I did for the 15 years I was pursuing acting. But it's like, I don't know, like, I completely understand the fear. And if like Burr's in a particular situation because of his comedy, but if you're like an actor, I mean, you're basically saying, I don't want to yeah. work here anymore. If you're going to stand yeah. up, you know what I mean? So it's like, you either need to I be agree. in a position where you can like, you don't need the money or you're just like, I'm a punk rock motherfucker and I'm going down with this. So it's, but I, I understand people not saying things, but it's, uh, I think if more people start saying it, more established people start saying it, yeah. uh, you know, we can get, I think, I think the mob will break, but I don't know. We'll see. Agreed. But I don't, I'm not going to live vicariously to tell them to do it. I, I, you know, I, I'm still critical of Burr and I still feel like he's halfway called him out. He was scared. He wanted to say something because, but you know what? Burr was in a rock between a rock and a hard place. And Rajesh, you said 75 million people are waiting. It's more than that because you're not even in America. You're part of it. You know what I mean? Right. That's 75 million Americans. This is a worldwide thing. Yeah, talking about this cultural uh, wokeness, dude. Sentient um, Dildo talks about it like he lives in Hollywood. He, he has so much insight into what stupid bullshit they talk about. He's from Croatia, yeah, Croatia. So, so you know yeah, I mean? this is a worldwide thing. It's worldwide. Um, but uh, but, what was I gonna say? I lost my track. Oh, Burr. He's in a rock. He's in between a rock and a hard place, right? Because when you really think about it, like you said, his brand kind of he couldn't have done nothing. He had to say something. Because his brand relies on it. So he's in this place where his brand kind of relied on him saying something because the Gina Carano thing became a national news story. Yep. And he's on this fucking show. And he tried to play. That was nothing. He tried to play it off like, oh, we didn't. You planned the whole bit, motherfucker. Because you had to figure a way of trying to talk about it, 
but trying to virtue signal, even in a bit, he says, well, if you say something wrong, she didn't say anything wrong, motherfucker. Stop. Stop trying to bend over for Kathleen and whoever else in Hollywood. I don't know if you finally, you know, took the little money. I don't know if you're going to end up in a dress. I don't know, you know, what's going on with Hilbert. <laughs> That's the thing. They say you end up in a dress when you take the money from Hollywood. I don't know. But um, he he was, tr- but he, at the same time, he wanted to talk down to it. So I felt like he was in a place where his brand kind of relies on him being critical of that sort of stuff. But at the same time, if he's too critical, he messes up his Hollywood uh potential and that's how he that's the the statement he did and i, I do consider it a statement ah. and plan that's how i felt sentient dildo's got a great line he says uh he's between a wife and a hard place that's His fucking wife. brilliant because a lot of people keep blaming nina yeah uh, is lot... she is it really her fault nia what, whatever her name yeah is. nia apparently nia. see i don't listen to the podcast the money morning podcast anymore i don't listen to that anymore but yeah. Yeah, apparently she's super woke like my buddy who's like a bernie bro was like, dude, you would fucking hate the podcast because Nia's always coming in there and she's like woke as shit. So it's like apparently that and uh, Latino Slant. Hello, by the way, Latino Slant. Uh, Latino Slant did a show with me a few weeks ago. We talked about Repo Man. If anyone's interested in like one of the funniest movies ever, uh, go watch that stream. It was really good. Um, but uh, yeah, he agrees. And uh, yeah. So, so you know what? It's a problem that she's even on the show more because I remember, you know, it was like when they were dating before they got married and stuff and she would be on. But it was like I didn't really like because I've never really hardcore listened to the show. I've just been a clip guy, just watching clips on the internet. Well, hold on. I did want to I did want to back up just a second. Yeah. I, I don't think what Gina said was wrong. And I don't think she should have gotten in trouble for saying it. But honestly, it's a little clunky. Like like it was an unnecessary comparison, as far as I'm concerned. Like I think she could have gotten across the same point without going there. Like, it's just like I even said in my video about it, I was like, what's everything have to be about the fucking Holocaust? Is everything? Have I don't to be disagree about- with that at all. I so don't disagree with that at all. I don't think there should have been any repercussions. I want to make that 100% clear. I think she like compared to what Disney employees have tweeted in the past. That was fucking that was like, have a nice day. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that, that was so benign. Listen, but you could agree with that better. I agree with that a thousand percent. Just like I'm sick of. I mean. You hear the word plantation? Oh, it's the planta. Okay, I get it. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that now. Right, right. It's just, you know like, what I mean? you're just like a right with the okay, You have a job. Oh, we got it. You're getting paid money to work. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's Go a little on. much. It's mu- uh, Yeah, people are dramatic in general. So yeah, I, I yeah. get that. That's and I don't even, the thing is, I don't even think she's wrong. I just think it's like, uh, eh, not the best comparison. And, you know, there's there's aptness. I mean, there's been a, even a lot of political violence this this past year. Tons of it. I mean, we just saw everything get burnt down for a year and the police and the media act like it didn't happen. That's pretty yeah. scary. I mean, it's not even 100 percent wrong. It's not even that yeah. wrong of a comparison. It's just a bit much. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Ain't all about the damn camera now. I, I wanted to say right. I wanted to address what Rajesh says here. He says uh, he chose the wrong stream to give his opinion. The dude hosting it didn't even have Gina's tweet up to quote him. Gave no context, no comment on Gina's coworkers' comments and contrast. Well, number one, Joe DeRosa was the guest, <laughs> which is funny enough. But <laughs> Bill and Bert are the hosts of that show. Um, I think he kind of sprung it on him, but you know, it's like Bert kind of had to roll with it. But I think you're right. I think he gave the wrong stream to to give his opinion. Um, He's scared. I he think he's scared. Have, he's scared. That's the thing that's clear. He wanted. He's scared. Yeah. He, he wanted to have it addressed to say Bill Burr addressed it. So, you know, a man fireball breaks it and everyone else runs with it. But Bill Burr has addressed it. That's now official that Bill Burr has addressed it. 
buddy halfway crooked so he could go, well, he didn't really do any. Yep. So that's, that's is, what he did. And this is what Latino Slant says, and this is something that I felt, and I think probably Bill felt, and I totally understand. Oops, wrong one. Uh, is that uh, he finds himself holding back a lot in respect because his wife's an actress uh, for Mrs. Slant's career. She's not yeah. woke, but she's industry. And he's right. Is that... You know, you see how they're going after like people the way the way they find, like, they went after Henry Cavill for having dated Carano a year a decade ago. Did you know, they? it's like yeah, yeah. They like uh, they're like you know not like hard like it's not going to yeah. matter, but like it happened. You know, it moved the needle for a little bit, and like yeah. you know, it's like any association with these people can can sink you. It's like oh, you are associated with her. Like oh, that makes you whatever you know whatever lunacy they want to go. And I totally empathize with Paulie. Like that was one of the biggest things holding me back from even doing this. Was you know the yeah. fact that like uh, you know I I was trying to be in the industry and it's like oh well if I say things they're not gonna like it it's like you you live in fear yeah uh, Thundercats Ho says uh, Nerdrotic recommended you today so just found you had a quick look around but looks like an interesting channel well thank you very much Thundercats Ho welcome welcome to the channel buddy yeah glad that you uh, just found us here appreciate it. Really, really appreciate that. Really appreciate that. Um, yeah, well, is there anything else that you wanted to uh, discuss uh, on the birth thing? Uh, just, yeah, like, I mean, uh, nothing else. I mean, so I, I kind of made my point. I'm critical of his response, but I'm also not going to go too hard on him because he, he does have to. You, you guys brought it up. This is a business, and I, even in my business, has nothing to do with Hollywood. Though I, I feel like if our channel was found out, I probably would get fired. I, I really do. I understand. I mean, I get, I completely understand the fear. Like I, I know what that feels like. And so I, I, I respect it. Um, I wish I, the thing is, I just think, you know, you know, I think he's in a different position. I think he could have, Oh yeah. He's in a position know. to talk, but he clearly that's not his interest or else he would have else he um, would have. Cause he could have took it and ran with it. Like Gary said, and I'm sure you, you there's gotta be somebody who's going to take it and run with it. Somebody's going to do it. It's yeah. gonna take the anti woke stance, even though I mean, I guess uh, what's the the rapper Tom and Donald? He kind of is, but that's kind of crazy. Yeah, but honest. I thought about that with him in particular. It's like that was waiting there for someone to grab it. So it's like it could be, you know, there's not a lot of like I'd say Ryan Long is probably the best anti woke yeah. comedy comedian out there, and like he does it so well, like because he's still not coming at it like from like yeah, fuck the left, they're all stupid. Yeah. Like he just finds what's dumb about all that shit. So. You know, I mean, I don't know. The thing is, like, Burge doesn't feel as hungry as he used to be. He doesn't feel like he just doesn't have that same insight. Like, honestly, like, I straight up canceled my uh, my Sirius XM subscription today because I was listening to Jim and Sam yesterday talk about cancel culture. And I was like, you guys are fucking not even close. Like, yeah. they kept trying to make these generalizations. Oh, it's everybody. It's the whole country. It's not the whole fucking country, man. It is one contingent, one very powerful and influential contingent that continues to do the same thing and goes after people for the same reasons that they don't agree with their ideology. Don't act like, don't try to mislabel yeah. this as some sort of, oh, it's a widespread yeah. phenomenon. They're We're forcing all ideology on people. This is, and this is more than just canceling some celebrity. This is a complete forger of an ideology and force, you know, forcing. Tons of stuff down to the school system, down to, you yeah. know, this is deeper than just, oh, but this everybody. No, motherfucker. Your yep. kids are being taught to hate themselves yes. by teachers, by curriculum, no 100%. matter what they are. Your kids are being taught 
you know, they're four year olds. They're trying to to man. I was gonna say something. That I I don't want to mess your channel up like it's mine. But they they're being taught. Yeah, hell, Nooner raid. Hell, hell, everyone from the Nooner who I uh, saw Gary's Nooner. Uh, we're just getting cook, cooking nice. here on um on the man of war. neighbor of the base. Hello, brother. Hey, yeah, this is a lot of uh, the Nooner. The new guys, man of war six six five. I just feel I feel honored by having you as a uh, watching me, man. It's dope. I met um, him and his new wife in Vegas. Oh yeah, you got you do you did mention that. Congratulations, Congrats. congratulations. Uh, since you guys got married in Vegas, I hope you guys are still together and happy. Yeah. You're doing more better than every other marriage that happened that day in Vegas. Trust me, <laughs> <laughs> trust me. Uh, but no, um. They're trying to shape your kids' ideology. They're trying to do some really nefarious shit. So it's yep. deeper than just a few celebrities being canceled. And I'm sick oh, of people being oblivious. Me too. By, and this has been going on for a while. This isn't just yesterday. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's and it's Jeez. that's what's so frustrating to hear people like mischaracterize it. It's like, listen, you want to make jokes, make jokes. I don't care. But if you're making sincere statements about the nature of this thing and you're so far off the fucking mark and you keep saying it week day in, day out, week after week, fuck, I can't listen anymore, man. You, you I, like you're almost as numbing as them because it's like you are not getting to the heart, to the root of what is going on here. And that's just that's that's as frustrating because I know you have the observational ability to yeah. do so. So hearing so, you blah, 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 fucking milk toast fence riding bullshit, I'm done. I'm out. You're either scared or they're either scared or stupid. And you know, whichever one it is, if it doesn't make for a good product, you know, don't watch it, don't mess with it. Yeah. Uh Angel yeah, we, Cruz, Velez Cruz says she hates her daughter still in school. She's on watch 24 7 uh, to see what the school is trying to do. It's really bad. I bet. I God. bet. Man, I'm thinking the kid thing, man. I don't have any kids, and I'm like, you know, every now and again, you reflect on all the time, you know, the girls or whatever. And you're like, man, what if I would have had a kid right now? Could you imagine having a kid right now and having to deal with the school system that it right. currently is? Not in this Good. state, not in a blue state, man. Fuck that. Oh, uh, man, in any state nowadays, man. Probably. I mean, yeah, probably. Like the curriculum's so nuts. Like, I think I brought it up on Friday, but the uh, uh, what's it called? Unsafe space had a real searing yeah. uh, stream about that when they were um, when there was the thing in Congress with Ron Paul about that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. yeah. The, the things that they were talking about were downright scary. It was scary. very scary. That critical theory is the most disgusting thing. I've ever heard of and the top of it. Let's uh, do the, the background of a lot of these these uh, educators, man. A lot of them are either activists or only fan participants or both. <laughs> and that's not a joke, man. That is not a joke, even on the only fans thing or they're trying to get out of like they're just teacher union members who are just trying to, you know, get to retirement, keep the union going. Oh, yeah, they got to teach a kid for a few weeks. Out the year between it, yeah, I, I feel for your school system. If there's a charter school around you, I hope it is. If not, you know, please stay on those motherfuckers like a hawk because they are trying to bring. Yeah, I feel bad because not everyone has the luxury to like homeschool their kids. You know what I mean? And take yeah. them out. It's that's the ter it's terrifying to me that like what they're trying to teach them, how they're trying to indoctrinate them from a young age. Although I will say this real quick, I did want to see. There's a few other chats I wanted yeah. to get to. Ascension oh, yeah. Dildo. All this is very familiar to me, being from an Eastern Bloc. It should be. That is that's a type of insight I like. My buddy, he lives on the west side. He's a really nice guy, but he's kind of woke, you know, he's kind of lefty. But his girlfriend is from Bulgaria, and yo, she doesn't put up with this shit at all. 
she she's sharp on it she's like this sounds just like communism fuck that like she knows she knows what it looks like it is it is yep. communism that's exactly what this is 100 man 100 uh angel says uh her uh, my wife and i are con constantly correcting the way they think yeah i bet man i bet that's got to be a lot i bet that's got to be a lot um well i wanted to say though was a buddy of mine uh uh, so much, so much good chat going on. Thank you guys. Yeah, Nolan, right. Ginger, Raven, Slavs don't fuck around. No, they, yeah. don't. no, they should don't. they? But a buddy of mine, two, uh, two guys I work with, uh, both went to to UC Santa Cruz, which is like as woke as it yeah. gets. You know or what I mean? UC Santa Cruz. That's like I've the equivalent of, of like an ISIS camp. You know what I mean? Like it's like <laughs> hardcore training for these people. It's real brutal. Yeah. These guys. The one dude is like he's like straight up like empathizes with socialism, and even he was saying he had to like tiptoe around all this trans stuff and like you know all the identity politics shit. It was dangerous, right? And so he he told me though that a lot of his buddies who went in there, especially you know their enemies, you know what I mean, their targets, uh, yeah. he said a lot of them ended up walking away much more conservative uh, than they went in because of all the bullshit they had to endure. And I was like. Yeah. That is interesting to me. Not to say that like conservatives are right, just that like it's inspiring to me that kids would go to that, you know, these indoctrination camps and then would come out being like, fuck that. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm the opposite of fit. So I wonder, yeah. I wonder if they keep doubling down, if that like even in the public schools, it might create, you know, new contingents of, of enlightenment because uh, it just seems like uh -huh. they keep pumping harder. And like when you, when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, man, rock on. Think for yourself, boys. I think it will. I mean, I, I hear that there's a rise in people, even people who are not Christians, who want to go to Christian school just to get a, a more basic, legitimate education. Who yeah. would ever thought that, right? Who would right. ever think that you, you like, I want to learn about science. I'm going to go to a, a school for Christians. You know what I mean? I want to learn right. actual science Isn't and actual crazy? math. That's crazy, right? Because it used to be, oh, the, the religious don't believe in science. Now science right. is a religion. Right. It's true. It's true. Uh, and, you know, just like just like the Bible, it gets misinterpreted constantly. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible is used. I'm still talking about that. Yeah. And well, it's like they steal. What's the a quote from Merchant of Venice? It's uh, the devil could quote verse to serve his purpose. You know, it's yeah. The, same thing with the science. They'll find the science just to make their point correct. Uh, Ascension Dildo yeah. says, did you all see that Boston public school uh, cut their advanced classes by 70 percent because the class were Asian and white folks, so it wasn't diverse enough? They're already being sued, though. Did you hear about this? I did hear about that. Shout out to Fiverr the Ice Wolf. He brought that to my attention in uh, the Discord. And that was scary on two notes. Not only the whole racial dynamics, but in a way they're making us dumber because they're cutting the advanced classes. The advanced STEM classes get cut because of all this BS. You know what I mean? And it's like... Mm -hmm. Oh my God. First off, first off, an education, and I know we, we got a lot of stuff to cover. I want to cover some of the other stuff, uh, yeah. juicy stuff, but mm -hmm. an education does not mean an indoctrination. You do not necessarily have to go and get a degree to have a, a successful life or successful career. And even if you do, um, you know, it, it's not a, it, there's like this thing where it's like you have to be the, the, the most, educated right you have to get these degrees and these degrees are freaking worthless and so we have everybody or these degrees will lead you to the corporate hellhole and i am in a corporate hellhole and i'm trying <laughs> desperately to escape oh, my god this, it's a nightmare yeah and make um, sure to help vidge on that journey make sure you give him a sub 
a little sub. Yes. Sub uh, me out of this hellhole that I'm in. And we uh, both, I you know, I, I feel very much like Gary boomering everything right now. I tried to put the stream elements like chat bot and uh-huh. I set up all the timers and none of them are going. So I, yeah. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, we both have merch stores. I just set up uh, mine on Teespring and actually the merch is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> like I would legit buy it if it wasn't me. Uh, it looks yeah. cool, and Vig has got a has got a good uh, some merch stuff too. So if you feel like supporting Vigilante's departure from the corporate <laughs> world, hit him a sub, maybe buy a yeah. shirt. You know, give him some love. Yeah, hashtag trade school Islington girl. That's my point. Like, who yeah. cares about you know? Not only are we ruining everything for these events, you know, we're ruining advanced classes for the kids who really are going to go into STEM degrees, but we're forcing everybody to be a STEM kid, and everybody is not meant to be in STEM. No, because we still need plumbers. We still need HVAC, which is uh, that's not my first thing. But I'm, I'm, my plan is for the next few years, get scouts as far as certifications. But um, we need people to do a bunch of stuff. We need truckers still. We need all sorts of shit that has nothing to do with going through this indoctrination system. And if they're going to ruin the only thing that the only point of this shit is STEM. The only point to keep these fucking public schools around is STEM. If you're going to ruin advanced classes, then what the hell is the point of even having an education system in the first place? You got to ruin it with wokeness. I don't care. You know what? If the black kids can't make a, uh, and I guess you know, I, I keep pointing that to that damn book um, that proves that it has nothing to do with race. It has a lot more That's to do with the quality of teachers, not even the money, the quality of teachers. If you have the same kids at a public school, they'll do much better in a, a charter school because those public school teachers suck. No disrespect to any public school teachers. I know that's not a, a blanket statement. I know there's tons of good teachers, but there's so few of them. That's the real problem. And then they're just adding shit to it with this shit. So it, it just pisses me off. Thundercats says wokeism and plumbing would be funny. That would be hilarious. That'd be a really <laughs> good skit, you know, like some tools called the wrong thing. Like, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, um, no, yeah. dude, I think you're right. I think everyone has like, there is not a one size fits all journey for people. And, you know, for some people, you know, maybe being a singer uh, would be the most fulfilling life. Maybe for some people it's an engineer, architect, whatever, but maybe someone being an electrician for 20 years and retiring when they're 40 would be like an incredible life. You know what I mean? Maybe they would be very gratified with that. You know, they get to hang out with their kids. They get to hang out with their family. You know, they go hiking, whatever. Like I think, we, we put all these weird pressures and things on kids or we try to, you know, it's like, oh, live your dreams. It's like, you know, not everyone has is cut out for that. Not everyone wants that. Not everyone would yeah. do all the work to make that happen, get there and then be happy. Like there's different ways to go through life. And I just think we need to like help kids. You know, it's like more like lifestyle, uh, you know, molding instead of like achieving dreams it's like what kind of life do you want to have like what do you want to do and there's other ways to go about it and like you know i i know for myself like i've worked in in service for a long time the food service and like you know for a while i was like i hated it then after a while like you just you you get pleasure in life from other places and the job is just the job it's like obviously you have other dreams and ambitions but it's like you can live a happy life without you know being the CEO of your own tech firm, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's not for everybody. You can find a simple job and live a simple life and be much happier than somebody with a lot more money and a lot more complication. Yeah, you know, because it's like there's something to be said that we're not living this life for this life, you know, we're living it for the next. So it's like there's yeah. lots of, you know, there's lots of ways to live this life. I don't know. I don't want to get too like crazy, like off the topic, but it, it, it is just like, 
it's like this oh god you you like you're doing the trade school it's like you look down it's like yeah yeah he's 24 he makes eighty thousand dollars a year he's doing fine he's doing fine. yeah he's and gonna retire like, before you even pay off your student loans okay yeah somebody with a bunch of student loan debt making 40k living in a huge city just just because so they they can live the dream live right. the dream yeah um yeah, yeah. Did I catch you off on something? I feel like we were going somewhere. Uh, no, we were just we were talking about the same thing. Just to, uh, I was because somebody brought up the um, advanced classes, and that led us okay on this. But I did want to talk some of the other stuff that we have because yeah. um, I, I heard about the Dr. Seuss, but what happened with Kelly Marie Tran? That is news to me. All right, let's get into it. So yeah. she, I just discovered this. She's on the cover of the Hollywood Reporter today. Okay, and. Uh, wouldn't you know it, she's been the victim of racism. Oh, boy. Poor thing. This poor thing was the victim of bullying and racism from online trolls. You know what <laughs> I, I will say? I'm going to be fair. I, yeah. uh, Good Lord, she is kind of cute, though. I 100% <laughs> believe that she, was vic that she got a bunch of racist for troll shit. I know I'm that for a fact. 100%. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she got bullied like crazy. And I'm 100% uh, sure she got some troll shit from some woke assholes too. She got troll shit from every demographic that could be because, you know, I, I did a video, plugged for my video about how Superman is dead. And one of the reasons I know Superman is dead is I can see how other franchises work. No matter what you say about damn Star Wars, there's a fan base. There is a massive international base of fans and Star uh, of Star Wars. I'm sure they're going to blame anybody who doesn't believe in communism. They're going to say everybody else is, a, is an idiot. And I'm sure she got some racism. And that's not, I'm not cool with racism. That's fucked up. I'm not but cool they're, with They're going to overblow it and they're going to make it a thing. And that's why she's on the little, the cover. And she's cute. You know what I mean? But uh, the thing is, it's, look, it's to the context. Service. It's context. Like, yeah. she's an unlikable character in a movie that destroyed a legacy of fandom. Like, she's going to catch some collateral damage. I mean, Absolutely. I don't think anyone should be saying, I don't think you should really be saying anything to actors because unless they're doing things like Pedro Pascal does, they don't yeah. make any choices. They just were lucky enough to get the job. You know what I mean? They don't have any control yeah, over anything. Even at the highest level, it's like they start to, but it's a that's a weird role. You're very powerless as an actor in Hollywood. So it's like to go after them, I don't why. I just think that's kind of shitty yeah. and obnoxious. But if you're gonna write this story, you better write the full story. And you know, it's it's of course they didn't. Would you like to go over it? Uh yeah, we can. One more quick point is um I, I've always felt that Kathleen Kennedy used her as a shield. And John Boyega is a shield, and Daisy Ridley is a shield. Yep. They used, they were used as shields. There's a reason that so few, like, it, has anybody outside out of that Star Wars camp done anything of note since then? Maybe Adam Driver. Adam Driver, but, yeah. But like that whole crew, and remember, this this started in 2015, so it's not like they haven't had enough time to kind of expand. Uh, that whole crew has been kind of black marked by this whole franchise and the blame is always the fans it's always our fault and again yeah. we again i don't know how many disclaimers we can say because i'm sure even though we don't you're not going to get credit for breaking the story then oh this you youtuber all right um yeah. nobody is saying she should be bullied nobody should no. say she should be bullied for racism 
but for fuck's sake, you you got to stop doing the thing where a bunch of people criticize them, and then you look, where's the racist stuff? Where's, this is where it started. It's Kelly Marie Tran. Where's the race? Oh, we got a racist. Oh, yeah, we got a racist. So we're going to blame everyone on that person. No, yeah. I'm done with that shit. It's ridiculous. I'm like, you know, I'm sure it exists, but it's like you can't highlight the rare, like the 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 one in a hundred tweets and say that's what's common. You know what yes. I mean? Because that's anybody's going to catch that shit. I mean, the amount of toxic comments I got on my video was just, you know, it was exhausting. So it's like, yeah. it, it's it's part of being on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've called it blue pill beta. It's it, it is what it is. Um, the Islington or can you can you correct this? Is it Islington or Islington? Because I need to know. Would you mind putting it in the chat how you pronounce it? Did uh, she say it? Is it Islington? Sure. Like with a Z? All right. Blame the writer, blame the director, because seriously, what were they thinking? Yeah, it's like th this is, you know, she's kind of caught up in the churn, you know, like to borrow a phrase from the expanse. But it's like she kind of is. I mean, she's an unlikable character in an unlikable film. She's gonna catch some flack. I mean, that is what it is. I don't think you should do it. I don't I don't uh, advise anyone who watches this to go do it. I I would never no. do it. I don't you know, I'd go after Pedro if he said something stupid again, you know, be like, "Yeah, you yeah. fucking idiot, you divisive asshole." Fine. I'll, I'll go after stuff like that. But if you're just an actress and you just happen to be in a thing and you didn't say anything, you know, outside of it. So is the S is pronounced. So it's Okay, so it's is LinkedIn. Okay. And Kelly Retra, if you need somebody to talk to, holla at Vigilante Williamson. Hit him up. He's a great listener. Yeah, you just need somebody to talk to you, uh, ask you what your interests are, who you be with. Okay, I'm doing too much Vicky Small stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see what the article has to say. This is written by Rebecca Sun. Okay. Don't contact her either. No, do not. I mean, you could tell her you didn't like the article. You know, you can say stuff yeah. like that. Just don't don't insult, don't attack people unless like they're being shitty. You know, like if they're being shitty, meet them with shitty energy. But if they're just doing a thing, you know, be like, I didn't enjoy that. I think you're wrong. Don't be yeah. piece of shit. That doesn't help anybody. After intense racist and sexist online trolls caused the actress to quote close up shop, Tran has emerged stronger and sure of who she is. I feel like a totally different human. All right, what do you think about just that right out the gate? Um, another thing I want to talk about, and this probably has something a little, little simple to slide, JD. A little slight simple, slight simple. I was gonna pay. I think he's simping. Yeah, it's I'm just, I'm just shooting my shot. It's not simple. Yeah, it, you know, there's, a, like, there's lines. He's respecting women. I'm respecting women. Respecting. Yeah. You know, she may need someone to talk to, but that kind of brings up a point, and it kind of had to do with the whole Gina Carano thing, where. There's this thought that you have to be on social media. Like you're supposed right. to have your pronouns in your bio because that shows that your social media is right. And you're you're supposed I'm somebody, I know I'm weird, haven't been on social media until this channel, uh since 2014. I only started back, you know, last year mm -hmm. uh for this channel. So it's like her leaving social, you know, people leave social media all the fucking time. Yeah. And stop or take breaks or whatever. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean Again, bullying is not right, but it's like, oh, she left. So how they were so evil. She left social media. How could someone leave social media? You know, some but, random regular people 
my issue is the the just after intense racism intense that makes it sound like she opened up twitter and then like 90 percent of her app mentions were just racist and sexist and like everyone was just attacking her it's like look like i said once again you shouldn't attack her there's no reason to attack her It's, it's counterproductive but i mean was it that was it that intense where you couldn't even oh it was like looking at the sun you couldn't even open up your twitter you know i mean i'm sure people said some shitty things but you know join the fucking club but maybe she you know some people have a very like unhealthy you know i'm not saying some people there's a normalized unhealthiness when it comes to social media i agree and so a lot of people just you know those two comments even let's say she got a hundred nice comments 10 negative ones at the height maybe it was worse but i'm just going to say that um man you know those 10 negative ones will hit some people really fucking hard and like genuinely hit them hard and it's just if that's the case it's not a you're not no no wrong with getting off this uh social media you're gonna be an actress you need thick skin come across a little fragile that's also true um and again you could just say you know what i'm just not gonna do social media just don't do it just don't no, or just don't be really to. pc also, have a social media manager and don't do anything you know no one ever complains about getting like effusively praised either because there was no. probably as many raylos and crazy people just showering her with love and giving her all the positivity in the world and so it's like you could just look at it well this is the balance of being in the public eye i get positive i get negative that's how it goes but all but instead focus on the negative and then paint that as the narrative where that's all you got and it's like i guarantee yeah. that wasn't the case because the raylos were out in force and they still are so it's like, I don't believe you just got like caustic, toxic hate the entire time. I'm sorry. I just don't believe you. I just yeah. think it probably happened, but I don't think it was nearly as much as you're making it out to be. Yeah. And to prove that I'm not a simp, Jake D, I am going to criticize on this. I can't help but to wonder if the climate was a little different with this article even be happening. Right. Like, is this a, because uh, with, um, what's my man name? Ray Fisher. I felt like his, he talked a lot about, what he talked about because it was hot in the streets to to be a victim of racism hot in the streets and she already went through her her speech her her little crap with uh social media if it wasn't so so in to be a victim would this article be happening or would it be happening like that i mean back in the day when somebody would come back from a while they weren't talking about how weak they were they were talking about how how better they are or whatever but this is like let's go in the past and remember how i was victimized four or five years ago and, and cry about it it's like okay Cool. There's a great video on PragerU where they break down exactly what intersectionalism is. And if you guys like uh, don't quite know, like if you haven't watched that or you don't like you don't have like an education, go check it out because it really explains why victimization is the new currency. Because yeah. in there, like basically they've in, they've inverted how they've like they basically view the world as like there's this hierarchy and then they just inverted it. And so they put like the people that they felt were the most victimized at the top. And then there's like a hierarchy that follows. And so if you are like, so that's why people are striving to be the most victimized because in their world, you have the most social currency and the most value to be listened to, which, you know, obviously is fucking insane, but that's how they, that's how they view the world. And that's why everyone is finding their victim. That's why everyone's non-binary and they're non-gender conforming and they're bisexual and they're this and they're that, you know, Elizabeth Warren's a native American. It's like, they're just trying to find their way to not be white because in the system that they've designed, you know, you're, you're, you're bad. You're at the bottom. So yeah. A system that's designed predominantly by uh, middle-aged white women. 
by the way. That's yeah, the, that's the demographic. I was, uh, I, I actually, elite, was just at the store. Wealthy middle-aged white woman. Yeah, but no, I, I'm giving and, a ground level middle-aged white woman level, too. And central. I was just great. at uh, Publix and saw uh, just average little middle-aged white woman with her little, uh, you know, van. You know, it didn't have any gremlins in it, but the van is definitely for gremlins. It had little Bernie Sanders, Killer Kamala, Killer Cam, as I saw somebody call her, oh, Kamala Harris. No. And, had little stickers and stuff like that all all, all over her little uh no i'm saying they believe, but it's like who authored it who are the people oh, yeah, that, who authored like, it? constructed this you know ideology and Ascension Dillo's right it's, it's it's french socialists that uh absolutely authored, yeah 100% that's what uh, and german uh, a yeah. lot of Ger the frankfurt school also wealth is a key component 100% i mean they just they just took the inverse of class and just made it the inverse of identity that's that's all they did it's it's really not even that clever um, yep. they just, it's, just, yep. it's just mired in so much bullshit. It's hard to sift through. Um, yep. All right, back to the article. Carrie Marie Tran's first recording session for Raya and the Last Dragon involved a leap of faith. It's a titular warrior princess. She stood in the booth in Disney Animation's Burbank offices and performed the dialogue. Well, I hope she was socially distancing <laughs> and an incantation meant to awaken a mythical creature she could help save the world. Uh, is there anything about like they just started with this top and then like that that headline and now they're just like yeah she recorded something it's like <laughs> all right I know what this is they used okay. to do these these freaking type of articles all the time they're just really marketing for whatever stupid little thing she recorded but the new lens to do it through is you were bullied and victimization and making a change and activism so you have to market things through this activism ooh. My mask trying to shut me up. Mask is working for the CIA. You have to market everything through this activism lens. So yeah. that's this is the same article that 20 years ago you would have gotten to promote a movie that she's in. But now it's, oh, she was bullied and pushed off of the internet. Now she's stronger than ever. All those mean, no conservative bullies. You're 100% right. This is written by a publicist. This is yes. all just press for her new thing. Then they're wrapping it up in the new victim narrative, which is that, you know, oh boy, I was, I was bullied online by Star Wars fans. Uh, when the world first met Tran, she was the girl who had won the golden ticket and wanted to bring everyone along with her on her tour of the Chocolate Factory. The unknown actor who had catapulted from improv stages to Star Wars, the biggest movie franchise in the world, met her moment with Pitch Me Glee. Pinch Me Glee. She felt grateful to be chosen. Not that she was some starry-eyed naif. Oh my God, you're right. This is like written, but this is literally written by a publicist. Absolutely. Pre-release publicity for episode eight, the Jedi got underway. She started an Instagram account and used it to poke holes in the Hollywood mythos that makes the unfamous feel like lesser mortals. <laughs> she, she used her Instagram to poke holes in the Hollywood mythos. Don't you love those publicist PR? Like I do, and the idea that someone from inside Hollywood's like, no, it, it's disrupted the system. Yeah, we're just punk rock. Like, oh, you know, we would hate for anyone to feel that way. It's like your entire business revolves around the myth that we believe it. Like, what are you talking about? That but is what is the that is the if it's a mountain, if Hollywood's a mountain, the foundation is built on we're better than you. Yes. Oh. And most of the time you're complaining about the racism of Hollywood. Of how everything they're talking about, Hollywood's so patriarchal and racist. You're in Hollywood. Why are you mad at me? I don't even like the shit you make. Right. Even before like, we're woke. 
they would they would go up on their award shows and be like, time's up, time's up. It's like, what are you yelling at me for? You're the one who was raping girls. I didn't do yes. it. Like, what, exactly. What, what are you pointing at me? You're the one who kept the casting couch culture going, man. I remember hearing yeah. it, it's not just the girls, the guys are, are bending over and getting on these casting couches just as quick. Uh, shit. that's that, remember, for some reason, that, that scandal will never come out, but I guarantee it's almost as almost it's probably as widespread, if not more widespread. But uh, that'll never come out. That'll never come yeah. out. Yeah. Um, do I really want to read this article? I don't know. It's probably just gonna be about how hard it's she had it. It's photo shoots. Where the fuck is it? She's in a she did a voice acting, right? Yeah, the, the thing was a voice acting. Why does she have a photo shoot done? Right, because unless it's all that's from something. Yeah, I don't even care anymore. I'm this just, is you're pretty you're pretty generous describing her as cute. I, I don't know, man. She looks like a woman who just looks, like, runs a fish uh, shop in Chinatown. She has <laughs> a thing. Just like I'm not gonna lie. You know what it is? She has to like she's an adjustable six or adjustable five. Like, you know what I mean? When you yeah. can adjust your way up to a seven, and I'm I'm a three. Yeah. Or two. I'm a three or a two right now because I'm a hundred trillion pounds. So I'm not judged. This is not judgmental. <laughs> this is just keeping it real. She, she's like an adjustable six for some. I don't know. Maybe this is my fault for having a thing for those adjustable sixes, man. A couple of good things in the chat here. Uh, Sinjin Dildo says victimhood is current is currency now. Usually, last stage of crumbling empire. You ain't lying. Yeah, that's a terrifying. We're, we're state. moving to Croatia, where the free world is. Oh, God, I know, right? That's what Jake D's saying. He's going to escape the to the now fr free Eastern Bloc if he has to. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Thundercats host says. It's because they think the behavior of Hollywood is a reflection of society. That is 100% correct. Yes. That is what they think that they are like the moral guidance and everyone takes their cues from them. And then we follow along and march in lockstep with all the yeah. bullshit that they think and say. And you want to know something to me, this predates uh, the wokeness. I remember in the late 2000s, early 10s, every series was some, you know, wealthy white person who did a lot of drugs and fucked a lot of people, but there was no plot to the show. And it was just this Hollywood is bad and it's bad to want money and stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. That's every show. There was like a lot of shows that had that underpinning. And it came from that. Well, everything is like Hollywood and it's terrible. So we have to criticize everything because it's terrible. I don't get it. Yeah. it It's this completely transparent and insincere. Like, you know, I like, I was thinking about this today because I saw a friend of mine, like who's a she's a comic, and uh, but she's pretty woke. She's very woke, and she she posted something, and it was like she had like no makeup. You know, she's in her car, and she has this post, and she's like, just had an exhausting night. Uh, you know, giving out vaccinations for the coof oh, and this, that and the other. And I was just, and I'm I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, like there's nothing wrong with that, right? But it's like, it just feels like even like they're sacrifices have like or, or their hard work even has like a blue check mark next to it you know like yeah. even their charity is verified do you know what i mean like it's just yeah. it's like it's all just pre-approved and 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 it's all it's all like an indication that i'm with the big thing i'm with the big system and it's like yeah and I'm I have no positivity. Not, not, no, there's tons of good charities, but I'm very keen on the people who do charity for negative. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not not all charity. There's some charities that are set up just to look good. 
Yeah, but it's like it's like even like when they virtue signal in Hollywood about, you know, Me Too and Time's Up and stuff, like they're still not going after anyone who isn't pre-approved, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right on that. Because, I mean, it's we all, wouldn't even have our current president if they did. Yeah, like it's all just sanctioned targets. Everything is sanctioned by like this ministry of propaganda that like allows them to do the, you can do this charity because it's, it's you know, yes, we say you can attack <laughs> this person because yes, not this person, go after this. Like, Dude, they went after Chris D'Elia. They are trying to bring him down again. Did you hear what they said about him? I'm not even 100% familiar with him. Uh, so he's a comedian. So I guess there was an issue like a few months back where he was texting some girl, right? And what they tra- tried to frame it like he was trying to bang some underage girl, right? But when mm-hmm. like that's because she only released like her ends of the text which make it look like he's trying to, you know, or, or, or sorry, only his end of the, t- like the she manipulated the outcome. And yeah. then when, when he released all of that, you saw everything. He actually was the opposite. He was a total stand-up guy. And so, yeah. he, so it's like, Oh, as soon as he found out that she was under 18, he's like, I'm out. Yeah. Sorry. You know, I don't, I don't mess with underage girls. Like I just don't do yeah. it. So now there's a, there's a, a lawsuit out there that says that he is, uh, it's it's called they they put child porn lawsuit. That's how that's how they framed oh, what he's doing. And essentially, is that he may or may not have been talking with a girl who was underage, who may or may not have sent him photos when she was underage, when she was seventeen. Now listen, you shouldn't be texting with girls that are seventeen and under. You definitely shouldn't be doing anything with photographs. But that's not child porn, like. That is intentionally misleading to have yeah. this like connotation that he's this monster. It's a smear campaign. Like they're yeah. going after him to to c- connect that term with his face, and it's fucking disgusting. They won't connect it with Netflix though. Um, no, they won't. That's fucked up. That's fu- and they'll, they'll use younger girls than seventeen. That's fucked up. I, yeah. I can't help but to think that damn it, those MGTOWs were right. Um. <laughs> they're always like don't date don't just know nothing I'm like, which is crazy but like that's messed up that's really messed up yeah like I, mean, I yeah. don't know what he did and like i'm saying if he did something that he should be in trouble for absolutely 100 he should be i'm not saying you should be doing stuff like that but that yeah. is intentionally misleading they're trying to make it sound like it's something it's not and it's it almost sounds similar to the vic Mangana. i'm not sure if you're familiar with that situation uh voice actor who that's been a whole ongoing thing you familiar with that no Vic Mignogna, I'm surprised. So that's like a he's a voice actor. Um, I'm not even big into anime. I know him for I know he did uh something oh, on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah, they had that whole thing that kind of witch hunt about him. And I know he has a lawsuit going on about that, where he was supposedly touching people, but he was just like hugging people at uh conventions. Meanwhile, you see other people in that company at the little office party basically groping each other and all this other shit. It's like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So yeah, some bullshit. But, and that's uh, what I mean. It's just it's like they pick their targets based on like who who the the mass says is an acceptable target. They go after who they're supposed to go after. Like it's like they anyone acting tough like in this Hollywood thing. It's it's not like it all circles back to I want to work and I want to be accepted and liked by this group. Like none of it is like rogue shit. No one's going out there and just being like, this is what I think is wrong. I don't care about the repercussions. Like it's like, that's why it goes right back to my friend with like the pre-approved like COVID charity. Like it's all what the industry tells you is an acceptable target or an acceptable thing to do. And then they fucking lockstep do it. 
Yeah, and I, I will never get a vaccine yeah. out to kill me. Um, 100%. Mention dildos talking about with IG influencers putting fake photos, uh, you know, like of, of them like repairing looted businesses uh, after BLM riots. You remember that? I didn't pay attention because I don't, uh, I'd rather die to be on Insta scam. It was um, great. It was so goddamn right. funny. Um, all the twerking it, thoughts. I saw this video of this mom of this twerking thought. That was the funniest disturbing thing I've seen in a while. I think it's going viral. It was this girl. It was so good. Actually, I, I happen to know the, the girl who broke this story, but okay. she, uh, I was like in an acting class with her randomly. Um, but she, Ooh. she put it like a, uh, it was this girl who just like posed, like holding like a nail gun. He's like, ah, you know, <laughs> and then like gives the nail gun, like right back as soon as the Instagram photo is taken. And someone just videoed her doing the whole thing. Oh, it was terrifically, <laughs> terrifically transparent. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh, Kate, Roger Ginger Raven said there was a dude at Netflix. I don't know if I can read that on chat, but apparently Gruzin, uh, young young boys, no one talks about. I didn't know that. I haven't. I heard didn't that. even know about that to this. I something I probably had to research afterwards. I didn't hear um, about that. I had no idea. Yeah, but you're right. If that's a true story, then you're right that no one talks about it. And that's the. It's it's funny how that works, and I know there is a story. You know, there's a story about Hollywood and children that needs to be told. Yeah. And that a lot of uh, a lot of adult member Corey Haim and a few others have kind of talked, kind of whispered about what their story is, and that that's never going to get told. It keeps but of course, it's comedian. Sorry, but no, you know, just just adding on to the point. You know, they won't tell that, but they they'll mess with the comedian. So for, smear. For, it's for so disgusting. Smear. What a disgusting misrepresentation of like what he was doing. Like, I'm not saying it was right, and even if it it wasn't, you know, whatever he was doing was improper. It's still not the way they're framing it. Like, that's just yeah. so disgusting. That's so wrong. Uh, Islington girl says, I don't know about the underage thing. If they're under 18, where is the line? Just legit asking. Most age of consent isn't younger than that. Is it? It depends on the state. Some states is 16. A lot of yeah. states are 16, but it, it's yeah. 18 for pictures, I believe. I, I think it, I think that's picture. universal. I think that's universal. Yeah. Which yeah. is why don't ask for pictures at all till you got an ID, a fucking background Night, check. Thundercat. Later, buddy. Good night, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's fu- it's wild, man. It's just it's a it just I don't like the false uh, righteousness that really bothers me. I I don't like when people act like they're standing up for something, and it's like you would never stand up for anything unless you already knew you were allowed to stand up for it. Like, yeah, you're you're you're. It's so transparent how much you're just like, yeah, I agree with what everyone else around here thinks. Like, fuck you, <laughs> counts for nothing. Counts for nothing. Um, do you want to move on story wise? Yeah, uh, it's nothing. Nothing more to say about Kelly Marie Tran. I yeah. mean, I know I got more love for the adjustable fives than everyone else, but outside of that, like just, face. it's kind of frumpy. She has a frumpy thing. There's and she does, I don't know her, but she seems super unlikable. She might be. I don't she know. I don't be. want to pass judgment too harshly on someone, but that's just my impression. Know. She just seems like, ugh. I don't know. I gotta think. Just to, I mean, she doesn't have a, a real body shape. I have no, I can't, I can't defend this. I can't defend well, it. We'll leave poor Kelly Car- to- Marie Tran alone for now. Yeah. Um. Now, <laughs> okay. So the next thing I wanted to talk about with you is, uh, I guess I didn't know this, but I guess one fish, two fish. You're racist. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> I keep hearing about this Dr. Seuss thing. I haven't even cracked into it because I just thought it was so ridiculous. Like, I can't. 
well, I it, can't pro- it's legit though. Like this is a legit story. This isn't even like because Biden like went with it. It's not even like uh Yeah, you're right. So Muppets and Dr. Seuss are racist. Yeah. Six Dr. Seuss books won't be published for racist images. Boston Associated Press. Six Dr. Seuss books, including And to Think They Saw It on Mulberry Street and If I Ran the Zoo, will stop being published because of the racist and insensitive imagery. The business that preserves and protects the author's legacy said Tuesday. Wait, you said it's racist. What imagery is racist? I don't even know what makes it racist. I don't know. What I heard was it was dehumanizing to black people. And the description I got might have been accurate. However, I think it was written in like the 30s. So, so without knowing what it is, yeah, like it could indeed be racist, right? It could yeah. indeed be like, you know what? This is 230s. There's no real need to publish it now. Okay. And, but like, because of the track record mm-hmm. of uh, thinking orcs are racist, in fact, and getting rid of every single black or non-white spokesperson so only uh, white spokespeople can exist right and that with that track record i i you just, i'm just inclined to say oh my god you know i'm inclined to roll my eyes and think it's a bs but i don't even know enough about the story uh to know that she's uh no, I'm, not, I'm looking at the, the that isn't the girl say she's not an ugly woman trying to defend my, my oh about, about trans, uh, kelly yeah but um not a pretty one yeah uh, I don't even know. I don't know what images they're talking about, but it is just, I don't like the idea. Like, even if it's some crazy shit, we're just going to cancel all of Dr. Seuss. So let's, let's finish reading the article before we pass. Yeah, but just the, the, but the way they do things though. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if they're just taking a few books now, Dr. Seuss equals racist writer in their heads, by the way they do things by their logic. You know what I mean? So anytime they mention Dr. Seuss going forward, it's going to be yeah. racist. Then the school system is going to take Dr. Seuss out of it. And then they're going to put the gay BCs in its place, but that's neither here nor there. I'll let you go ahead and read the story. No, you're right about that. And the Islington girl says uh, that it's just one step to censoring other books. Hard no to that. Not wrong. Not wrong at all. Um, All right. So uh, these books portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. Dr. Seuss Enterprises told the AP in a statement that coincided with the late author and illustrator's birthday. Ceasing sales of these books is only part of our commitment and our broader plan to ensure that Dr. Seuss Enterprises will not be targeted by BLM riots. I mean, catalog representation <laughs> supports all communities and families, it said. The other books affected are Mc, McElligot's Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Superb, and The Cat's Quizzer. I mean, I, to be fair, I have never heard of any of these. Uh, the decision to cease publication and sales of the books was made last year after months of discussion. The company, which was founded by Seuss's family, told AP. Dr. Seuss Enterprises listened and took feedback from our audiences, including teachers, academics, and specialists in the field as part of our review process. We then worked with a panel of experts, including educators, to review our catalogs of titles. It said. Uh, uh, Field, Michigan. I know that place. Okay. I and, went to that high school. Southfield it just sounds like a... Enough. Okay, so their their minister of propaganda reviewed it and said it's racist. Can we get some proof though? And and in and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, an Asian person is portrayed wearing a conical hat, holding chopsticks, and eating from a bowl. Asians don't eat from bowls. Everyone knows that. 
Yeah. I am disgusted. So, but I thought Asians were white. I didn't think they cared about Asians. I know. I know I got a crush on Kelly Marie Tran, but that notwithstanding, I thought uh, Asians were just white. Well, they're 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 not white when uh, when it's convenient. I think is what we can learn here. But the first story w- was about how they they're getting rid of the AP. Remember we talked about the AP thing. Uh, they're yep. getting rid of AP classes because there are too many Asian and white kids because Asians were just considered white. But now, if you're racist towards Asians, it's right. Okay. Cool. It's an ins- Glad I'm keeping up. It's an insane web and lattice of hypocrisy and contradiction that, like, you need like forensic, like, uh, scientists to to uncover what it's supposed to mean because none of it makes any fucking sense. All right, uh, and if if I ran the zoo includes a drawing of two barefooted African men wearing what appear to be grass skirts and their hair tied above their head. I mean, is that really those are the images we're talking about? How far this goes? All right. Books by doctors. I mean, if they were in the zoo, I could see that being a problem. But yeah, books by Dr. Seuss, born Theodore Seuss Geisel in Springfield, Massachusetts on March 2nd of 1904. This man was born over 115 years ago. Jesus, do we really need to hold what he was, what his worldview was to our standard now? Can we not even separate the difference? It doesn't right. even sound that bad. It's not even like Lovecraftian. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, right. that's pretty bad. Like I, I looked up some of his political cartoons. Like they are distinctly anti-fascist, and he calls out a lot of phony bullshit when it comes to fascism. He, he was a punk, dude. Uh-oh. So real uh, quick, because I can't read, and I see Southfield, Michigan. Again, I used to live there. Uh, what does Southfield have to do with anything? Maybe that's just where this borough, this AP uh, uh, office might might is. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to see, like, who is the demon reading? Is that the uh, our governor? Because I read through this mask and see it through this mask. Isn't Ascension Dillo says isn't Amazon already digitally burning conservative authors' books? Wouldn't shock me for slaves bit. No, they probably are. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, Tim Pool showed that Asian guy image. It was not offensive in any way. It was a guy in a traditional dress eating. Oh boy! Wow. Oh yeah, a good point, Ascension. Isn't by that standard Wakanda depiction incredibly problematic? Ooh, very good point. Very good point. Very good point. They're using spears and shields. Super racist. Wakanda is a really fucked up. There's a lot wrong with Wakanda. A lot wrong. My my favorite videos, Mauler and uh, Mauler and Critical Drinkers videos on on that movie are like searing. They're so sharp. I love it. Um. Uh, Rowan Ginger Raven says that Justice Thomas book was taken off Amazon. I don't know what? who this is. I don't know who that he is. He is a uh, black uh, justice. So you can censor black people. It's okay. We're just back in the 1800s again. Wait, a, like a talk. justice, like a court? Like, yep. But he's conservative. So his word doesn't mean anything. What the yep. fuck? Yep, yep. He uh, voted for something for Trump that they didn't like. So he he gets a. Uh, I'll take a look. T- here. It doesn't mean anything. His. Um, so yeah, black people, you you n words better get in line and follow Killer Cam like we told you. Get with the program. And even though Joe Joe Biden doesn't like you, uh, you better listen. Oh uh, yeah, the Supreme Court. Gary, Gary, the, Gary, Gary the fucking champion that he is on Facebook. He posted. Uh, he posted my. Uh, I think I can share this. Let me yeah. see. that was nice of him. That was very, very, very good. Uh, Shout anyway. out to Nerd Roddick. He's he's the grandfather of. So I don't know if he realizes how big what he's caused with all the channels that sprung up. All of our crew, I know, 
Last year he was calling, we need more creators. We need more creators. I think that's a lot of us started around that time. And here we are. And he's still pushing us and he's still doing cool stuff for us. Uh, Thank you so much. I don't I know it's your channel, but just still. No. He's helped my channel a ton. He's helped us all out a ton. And I'm and I'm only really in this because of the community that he that he harbored, you know, with with guys like you, but also Jake and Thoth and Draco. Like they all embraced me with open arms and you know, without knowing anything about me, brought me on their stream. So no, it's has a lot to do with Gary's generosity, his his you know, kindness and like his and this is this is really touching. This is great. That's so cool. You know, he says, uh, calls me a good guy. And I'm almost at a thousand subs. He'd love to see me get there. That's so cool. Thanks, Gary. Cool. That's fucking awesome. a good guy. That's, that's, that's so fucking cool, then, man. That's great. Thank you, Gary. And thank you, Jake. Thanks for pointing that out, buddy. That's really cool, man. I'm close to 800 at 794 right now. Fucking A, man. Fucking A. Let's get there. Yeah, man. You deserve it, man. You worked real hard. Uh, and, and you dropped heat. You broke you broke stuff and even then you had the expanse video I know it did well. You done a lot of stuff with the expanse and kind of been really big on that. And uh, even taking some heat for some of your takes on the expanse. So yeah, that's it's really good that your channel's growing, man. I'm proud of you, man. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. You know, I think we all come up together, bro. And it's yeah. uh I got lucky on a few videos, which is like a, it was the right time. I found it the right time. I'm grateful, grateful yeah. for everyone who liked it. And you know, if you shared it, thank you. Even if you just watched it, I really appreciate it. It's like it's fun, man. It's exciting, you know. It's it's cool. People are getting into it, so it's means a lot, you know. Can't do it without everyone else, so it's awesome. Um, I want to. So I have I have a meme I want to share with you, and I know you're gonna love it. So let's get to let's get through this article, yeah. or at least most of it, and then you're gonna love it. All right. Yeah. Uh, books by Dr. Seuss, uh, dozens of language, hundred countries. Okay. Uh, he died in ninety one. He remains popular, earning an estimated thirty three million before taxes in twenty twenty. Wow. Up. Damn it, it's up. Uh, from just nine million a few years ago, company says second high pay, second highest paid dead celebrity of 2020 behind only Michael Jackson. Wow, 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 wow. So is this like a hit? Is this like someone like is this someone who wants to number three is like fuck that? I want to be number two and just takes out Seuss. You never know, man. <laughs> shit, you you be. I mean, you know how Hollywood is. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm not shocked though. I mean, last year was the lockdown. If you had and a lot of people who uh, don't pay attention to their damn kids because they send them to these indoctrination camps and don't care about them. I know a lot of, you know, we had Anhel or Angel who cares about his kids, worried about them. Uh, but they like, oh, shit, I got to teach my kids something. I'll, I'll, I'll give them Cat in the Hat. You know what I mean? I'll give them a Dr. Seuss book because they're not going to, they're, they're already not learning shit from school, but they're not even going to school. So here's Dr. Seuss. So I'm sure they had a successful year. But um, this is, this so, is, I mean, it's this is so funny. I'm Googling it, and literally I can't find the images. Isn't that something? Maybe you have to duck, duck go them. That's crazy. That's guess, scary. That's very scary that you can't find the images, right? All right I, I think found you erased one, it from the internet. I found one that looks like an exaggeration of Asian people. Uh-huh. Let me see here. And a hell slasher explained. I see. Uh, hey, what's hey, up, man? brother? Good to see you. Uh, okay, so I, I googled doctor. So this is the one that came up. Is like okay. kind of a cartoony version of Asian people. But listen, like it's a cartoon. Like it's supposed to be an exaggeration. Like if you cartooned me, it would be an exaggeration of all. Like I don't. I, I'm not saying like oh it's right and let's keep doing it. 
But like, is this really setting Asian people back? Like, is this really actually hurting people's perception? I mean, maybe they, maybe it is. Like, I just I don't think it you know, is. When though. Kelly Marie trans slides in my DMs, I'll ask her how she feels about it. I'll there you go. Up. We'll get a first hand point of view. But yeah, it's it just was... people get weird with cartoons. Like, you know, I watched that show, um, uh, uh, Bad Friends. You know, with Bobby Lee and and uh, Andrew Santino. You know, it's a funny show. It really is. But like they have animated versions of the two of them, and like in Bobby Lee's, he's Korean. His eyes are not Asian, and it's like, why? I'm looking at you. You have Asian eyes. Why would you leave it out of the drawing? Like, it's just such a ridiculous thing to not do. It's like, are you leaving it out because you think it's bad? Like, I don't think it's bad. But if you think it's bad, that's weird. Man, I've said this time and time again. If you didn't know any better, and Ryan Long, you brought him up, he talked about it. if you didn't know any better, you would swear all this woke stuff is really subverted white supremacy, right? right. Where it's just trying to say, well, because it's not white, we're 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 making fun of them because of their thing. Like, no, that's just how people look. And like, I don't see who's offended. What Asian group? What Asian people? At least with the Apu thing for the Simpsons, which was bullshit. There was this guy. He did a whole documentary about it. It was a whole thing. Of right. people who were from this background expressing themselves. Now, a lot of people actually came out in defense of it once they got canceled. But um, at least there was some receipts, some some semblance of receipts. I'm going to start needing to see receipts. If you got, uh, I know all the canceling is bullshit. I know it's all cultural Marxism. I know it's all communism. I know it's all the shit that happened to Central Dildo's country years, years ago. It happened in the Eastern Bloc. It's just in this new wave of subversive, passive aggressive way of doing it. Uh, but you're going to start needing receipts because I'm really tired of, and this goes with both stories. The Kelly Marie Tran was completely receiptless. Completely yeah, receiptless. This right. story is completely receiptless. So, anybody, uh, since you did, had a comment, um, it actually did not make it on the YouTube. It only made it behind the scenes. I don't know why that is. But he says something about uh, all you poor black people. Isn't it good that all these wealthy white people are here to, to save oh, you? Basically? That. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. Like, isn't it good these wealthy white people who went to college? Uh, especially these wealthy white women, yep. women uh, are here to use you black people as shields to do whatever the fuck they want. Are you here to use Asian people as shields to do whatever the fuck they want? Then come at Asians when it's convenient. And then, you know, isn't it great that these blue haired white people white and women, the white girls stand next to you like, yeah, we are oppressed equally. It's like, what the fuck? You're the most powerful demographic on earth. What are you talking By about? By a long shot. But they act like, yeah, we are in this fight together. It's like, Who's we? I'm, like I, we're fighting against you now, bitch. You're the vi <laughs> you're the villain. You're the villain. We are all the whole world is scared of 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 thirty five to fifty five year old white women white with women. Twitter and Facebook accounts and uh, cuck husband. Like the, you're mm -hmm. the most dangerous okay. people on planet. Yeah, and a bunch of bunch of beta soy boys in tow behind, too afraid to you know tap in their own masculinity. Yeah, it's just and just yeah, I agree. I am a sexist piece of shit. It's like, <laughs> don't throw me in there, motherfucker. Like, don't speak for me. Yeah, we all are. We are all. all uh, uh, I'll speak for myself. Thank you like, very yeah, much. You're a male feminist, so you like you don't count, bro. So you I don't want to hear your, your opinion yeah. means nothing. Yeah. I did want to share this meme with you, and I thought you would really yeah, yeah, yeah let's go out of it. I, I saved a few memes for you. Cool. Uh, where are we? Okay, go off camera so I can see them. 
Oh boy, <laughs> man! You know what's funny about this? I just became aware of another ratchet rapper. It's a younger one, like Sunihama, Suki Haga, or some shit. Okay. And she's, I, I thought Cardi be like, man, these, whew, the younger ones are getting even worse. But yes, the song of the year, Lit is telling women to make uh, men's pullout game week. That's going to be great for single mothers. But at least they won't be able to read, teach those single kids after they made your pullout game week and hit you up for child support. They won't be able to give your kids Dr. Seuss. So they, they're not going to learn to read that way. Get a so, bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Now we cannot have Dr. Seuss. We cannot yeah. green yeah, eggs and ham. What does that mean? What is he getting at with those green eggs and ham? Is that some kind of a money reference? I don't know. It's just so it's obscene. It's like it's the, the, the banana. This meme summed it up so well to me. I was like, yeah, exactly. Like that's all great and terrific, and this should be embraced. Like these two cartoon characters of women, and it's like this mild, like benign harmless thing is like well now we've got to step in this is going to affect culture what a what a what a crime this is uh <laughs> yeah sorry Islington girl it's your demographic man i got listen i gotta take blame i gotta take blame for those two two thoughts who uh sent all that craziness to the airwaves you gotta you gotta get your girls in check man it's so, scary it's out there man it's scary because uh, I think like women kind of like they socialize a little bit more like as groups, you know what I mean? Like it's very important, yeah. like group dynamics. I think that goes back to like anthropology. Like when we were hunter gatherers, like the men would go hunt, like the women would like gather, like in like the kind of tribal communities, like when you know, we're proto humans. Yeah. And I think so that's like where a lot of that socialization comes from. So Absolutely. these communities are, are often run by the, these like women and, you know, often white women. And they, they use that power of the group as like, you know, uh, conformity pressure. You know, like they'll kick you out of the yes. group. It's like, you know, everything Carrie uh, uh, Smith was talking about, uh, about with the uh, with uh, from Unsafe Space with the with the knitting communities. Yeah. You know, it's. It's this this group mentality, and they'll find a way to squeeze you out and like make you know expose you as like this terrible person. It's scary, man. It's fucking scary. And if you're a guy and you're not ready for that shit, you don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And just, like I, I talk shit about my job, which again I'll get fired for find me out. Fuck, I hate him. Um, <laughs> I like think the corporate that. world. Yeah, oh, I got to slip it in, but yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. But yeah, the corporate world is very matriarchal, so you kind of deal with a lot of that mm. group pressure shit where they're like group pressuring you into bullshit. It's very creepy. Yeah. It's a very creepy thing. It is. And it's becoming more normalized. So not to pick on that group. That That's the group that made everything about your demographics. So, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sick of the everything's about, you know, what what. What color you are, what religion you are, what uh, sexuality you are, gender. Like, like, this is getting just nauseating. It's scary. It's really scary and it's really weird. And like, you know, it's just you find yourself like if you're just someone who lives in truth, like you find yourself in very precarious positions because you're like, all right, well, what you're saying is straight up bullshit. But like, I can't say that right now because of the social repercussions that could happen. But like, you're straight up lying. Yeah, and that's what I, that's what makes this platform for as long as they allow it. Uh, so, um, office space star vigilante—that may be—but um, that's what makes this this thing so 
precarious and also so necessary. Like we have to say something. If we don't say something, if Gary, if whatever, whatever channels don't say anything, it's not going to get said. Uh, yeah, it's not going to get said. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. I got another meme for you. All right. I don't know how this is going to show up, but because it's a big one. That's yeah. what she should. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Okay, this is. It's kind of it's it's tough. I don't know if you can see that, but at the top, it's got that chick. The the be less uh, white woman. There we go. Oh, Robin D'Angelo. Yeah, Robin D'Angelo. That's why that bitch is a demon. She's a demon. She's so good. But then this is all the like high offices at Coke. These are all the people who work for Coke and like president, vice president, all yeah. the different like. Look at this shit. Mostly white and a few. Uh, like a tokens. few thrown in there is a few, but these are the a few tokens. It's like yeah, you guys should try to be less white. <laughs> it's just so gross. And what? How hard is it to be an exec at Coke? Really, really? You guys already have a fucking green. Uh, you know, we've talked about on pre- uh, previous podcasts. They still bring in cocaine and use cocoa leaf extract to this day in Coca Coca yep. Coca Cola. So you already have literal cocaine in your product, and nobody says anything. You have a product with over a hundred years plus of brand uh, loyalty. Wait, you have no on. job to do. Wait, right? what was? Are you sure it still has literal cocaine in it? Because I don't want. It's it. not cocaine. Okay, it's cocoa leaf extract. Technically, it is okay. not. Technically I don't want to get sued, dude. <laughs> yes, I do not want to get you sued. Thank you for clarifying. And it's crazy that we live in that crazy of a thing where it is technically cocoa leaf extract. Yeah, that is the technical thing that is still in the uh, product. So it's not technically cocaine. And there's a difference in, in chemical, but it. it I know it, it's. Um, I, I don't want to get. I don't want to get anyone in legal trouble. You're right. It's cocoa leaf extract. Just to be, be specific. Just be safe. For, for specific. So it's cocoa leaf extract. It's something that's also used in cocaine. How about that? Does that work? Yeah. Cool. That, cool. That's cool. legal. So yeah, they're allowed to use that. And they also have a, a brand that has 100 plus years of brand loyalty. They they invented Santa Claus. Uh, Coca-Cola, as long as they don't screw it up, have no reason to never lose money. Even when they tried a new Coke and tried to screw it up, they still succeeded. I don't this understand. This yeah, like killable brand. Yeah, it's like when you have a brand like that, it's like it's weird that they even advertise. It's just like bizarre yeah. to me. It's like you don't have it's like advertising it running water. It's like <laughs> I know it's there. I'm not I don't need to be told about it. Yeah. Uh ju- yeah, Oreo did something similar. Uh trans people exist. We know so do trans fats, which apparently Oreo does not have trans fats. That's funny. That's what's discovered. But it does have a lot of sugar, so there's that. Yeah, I, I, I hope it's like this is the beginning of the end. You know what I mean? I hope that they're just pushing it so far that even normies are like, what? And that they, 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 they're not, you know, people that are not like on Gary's streams or on this stream, like talking about this shit. Like, it's like, I hope that this is where that really starts to turn around. And they're like, okay, we're, we're done. Dr. Seuss isn't racist. Oreo is not my source for gender issues and, and coca-cola <laughs> is not going to be the guiding light to save you know to, to cure racism like oh yeah how about curing diabetes coca-cola how about right that? oh yeah. wait they would have to you would have to not exist you'd have to not exist. exactly that's that's right exactly so go fuck yourself and I, you know what okay I, i'm wrong about the cocaine but i will stand by this coca-cola makes an addictive product 
that's something I'll stand by, and that's something I can verify with science. So they make an addictive product that makes people sick. That's something that's very much true. So, you know, why don't you check that if you're going to try to be so hard about racism? Wait, is this true what Sentient Dildo's saying? They didn't really invent Santa. They just rebranded him, dressed him in red, for example. He was originally in green. Is that true? I don't know. I know they came up with this. The image that we think of Santa Claus is completely them. So that may, I don't know what the original image is, but I do know that they created that. But I Santa, think, I think. What I heard what? was that it was a Civil War thing. Uh, the image that we have of Santa was this. Um, really? Yeah. I yeah, let me, I, I heard it on I heard it on the History Hyenas podcast, so I'm sure you might be right. I'm sure you might be right. Let me see here. I I think it was like some, like it was a propaganda poster or something like that. Uh it was really wild. Like it looks just like the image of Santa. Let me see the origin of Santa. Wait, before. so that wait a second. So you're telling me Coca Cola be less white, be less white, help popularize a uh, Civil War era image image of uh can we break this story and bring them down i know <laughs> back to back weeks of breaking big news so this is the story this is the image that i know that was the one that i think launched uh, where santa claus came from yeah um let me pull out this article let's get into it even though it's months after christmas yeah, <laughs> well, it still has to do with Coca Cola because it does yeah, still have to do with Coca Cola, hugely impactful in that image. Yeah, okay. So, the Tunnel Hill Heritage Center and Museum says Santa's Civil War origins you could call it the face that lost launched a thousand Christmas letters appearing on January 3rd, 1863. The Illustrated Magazine's Harper's, Harper's Weekly two images cemented the nation's obsession with the jolly old elf. The first drawing so shows Santa distributing presidents in a Union army camp. Lest any reader questions Santa's allegiance in the Civil War, he wears a jacket patterned with stars and pants colored in stripes. In his in his hands, he holds a puppet toy with a rope around its neck and features it, it features those like a Confederate president, Jefferson Davis. So he played both. So even then, they were playing both sides, what it looks like. No, no, if it, no, a uh, puppet with a rope around his neck. I think it a was, rope around his neck. Yeah, I think I think it's war propaganda. I think it's what okay. this is. Um. The appearance of our modern version of Santa Claus is often attributed with the works of Haddon Sunblum, who drew Santa for Coca-Cola Advertising Company beginning in 1931. Huh. However, mm. what we consider to be Santa comes from the drawings of Thomas Nast, a Bavarian immigrant political cartoonist extraordinaire and the person who did as much as any one man to preserve the Union and bring the war to an end, according to General Ulysses S. Grant. Nass tapped his boyhood memories of St. Nicholas to sketch a Santa with a reindeer-drawn sleigh, long white beard, and fur-lined fur hat, and coat visiting a Union Army stamp. Oh, okay. Huh. Nass Santa is, isn't as decked out in red, however, but a star-spangled outfit featuring red and white striped pants and a blue jacket with white stars. Oh. Nass enhanced the patriotic setting by drawing soldiers firing an artillery salute, the stars and stripes flapping proudly in the breeze, and a triumphal arc decorated with evergreens. Ah, huh. well, this goes on and on, but that is pretty damn interesting. Well, you know, I still think they can be canceled for even being a part of the union because remember, um, Abraham Lincoln is racist, so they, they were oh fighting on behalf of Abraham Lincoln. God. So therefore, even though he was, even though he freed the slaves, he's racist. Therefore, just being a part of the Civil War at all makes them racist. So, canceled Coke, you're done. You're done for <laughs> by your own rules. Um, so you can play that game. 
says when the normies start getting cognitive overload on this crap too they have worn out their welcome yeah and it's starting to turn yeah it's it's like what you said with your mom like when your mom was like watching the equalizer and was like this is terrible yeah yeah and you see i see like things in comment section where people are like just starting to now get to the point where like star trek discovery is a little woke you know it's like all right if you didn't pick up on it already but that that so it's like it's getting out there i think like i don't know it's hard to say it's hard to say i don't really have any insight into what it is i just hope it stops you know i'm just tired of it but it really does have to stop because it's becoming not just a distraction and even though I like, I love a lot of these channels, I, I'm sure not the only one who's just tired of hearing about pronouns and hearing about people complain about pronouns. Like, I just want to get back to like, okay, I know normal life is dead, right? You, you know, it's almost like the Joker in the Dark Knight. Like, you change things forever. There's no way going back. Right. Can't but ever man, go back. I want to get to some sort of normalcy where it's just not all about this. And I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't even know anymore. I just into this culture war and making everything political and making such a statement behind BS. Um, it's a mess. And uh, since your dildo's asking you to look up the history of Fanta, I don't know anything about Fanta. Are they racist too? Well, yes. And it's connected to Coke. Yeah, I know it's connected to Coke. But I didn't know Pretty interesting. Fast. All right. Really? How Fanta was created for Nazi Germany. Oh boy. The soda, the soda product was made from apple fibers and a cheese byproduct. Sounds yeah. disgusting. It's February 1944, and Berlin is attempting to recover from American aerial bombing, but life and industry continues on the city's outskirts. In farmhouses, bottles clang, and a mix of ex convicts, Chinese laborers, and other workers fill glass bottles with. with, with of what was likely a cloudy brownish liquid. This is one of Coca-Cola's makeshift bottling operations, and they are making Nazi Germany's signature beverage. Oh, maybe we will bring down Coca-Cola then. <laughs> Even during the war, Germans want their Fanta. The soft drink Fanta was invented by Coca-Cola, which is weird because I always associated Fanta with like uh, Latin America. Yeah, because those damn commercials. Don't the you Fanta, wanna, Fanta, Fanta, Fanta. Yeah. You got all these uh, girls from different islands and shit dancing and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was you know, just a born German drink. I, I just knew it was some, some, some island shit. The yeah, hell? that's what I thought. Like, you know. Anyway, uh, an American company inside of Nazi Germany during World War II developed at the height of the Third Reich. The new soda ensured the brand's continued popularity. Fanta became a point of nationalistic pride. Whoa. What? And was consumed by the German public from the Frau's cooking at home to the highest official of the Nazi party. Hashtag cancel Coca-Cola. How is Fanta not canceled? Oh, my God. The drink was technically fruit-flavored, but limited wartime resources made that descriptor not wholly accurate in its ingredients. Well, whatever. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. So they, even uh, back then, they were making it full of uh, bullshit. Oh, we don't got fruit because it's a war, so here's a bunch check of Check this out. By the time mm -hmm. Hitler and the Third Reich marched into Austria, Coca-Cola had been in Germany for nearly a decade. Whoa. Coke was invented in 1886 by Dr. John Stiff Pemberton, who sold it at a local Atlanta pharmacy for five cents a glass. Can you imagine that shit? Huh. Some guy just came up with Coke. Like at his house, <laughs> and then it's you know, five cent a glass. You just have to think, like, oh, this, this tastes pretty good. Yeah, good and job, then, Pemberton. And it's like the most widely distributed beverage, like in the world, a billion times over. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's somebody who in 1886 
bought a glass and then by like 1906 or whatever, like, whoa, this shit is everywhere. Yeah, right. It was like iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> Pemberton was a Confederate Civil War veteran still suffering from a saber wound while recovering. He became addicted to morphine. Coca-Cola oh, made from the coca leaf and the cola nut. Hence the name was an attempt to find an alternative painkiller. <laughs> so he was basically, he came up with something <laughs> for like methadone purposes, hey. basically. Yeah, essentially. The coca leaf is and used he was to a Confederate. How is Coca-Cola not canceled? No more. <laughs> How are they not canceled? I think at this point it's like trying to cancel the banks. It's like they're just too big. Like, what are you gonna do? What are you, are you gonna get rid of Coke? The coca leaf was used to make highly addictive cocaine, which helped explain the drink's quick expansion. Yeah, because everyone's getting high. Getting yeah, they off did coke. Used to have pure cocaine back in these days. In, 18, in, in 1895, Coca-Cola's CEO boasted of its presence in every American state and territory. Wow. In 1933, when Hitler and the Nazi party were assuming power, German-born Max Keith Kite, Max Kite took over the, the company's German subsidiary. Coca-Cola, GmbH, Keith Kite was an imposing figure, tall, okay, great, great, uh, charming, Back in America, the Coca-Cola company led by Robert Woodruff did not discourage this. The company wow. sponsored the 1936 Berlin Olympics, which so, Woodruff attended, and made banners featuring the Coca-Cola along Coca-Cola logo alongside the swastika. Oh man! So wow. before Disney was doing, you know, hundreds of years, almost 100 years before Disney was doing fucking uh, movies in front of concentration camps. Co Coca-Cola was uh, putting uh, their logo next to swastikas for the Nazis. That That's crazy. Amazing. That is yeah. amazing. And like Gina Carano says something like, hey, maybe, you know, we're getting a little close to like the pre of what Nazi Germany was. And they're like, you're fucking gone. Yeah. Maybe they still got Nazis at Coke. Who knows? Maybe. Appar Listen, apparently has a huge... Coca-Cola has a lot of connection to the Confederate Army in Nazi Germany. And that's just <laughs> on record. And cocaine. And so cocaine. These are just, and still is linked to cocoa leaf extract. So Wow. I, I, I think be less white. Maybe they're not talking about race at all. Holy shit. Look at this. The company sponsored the, the Berlin. Okay. Uh, Kai, Kaith? Kaith? Is that it? Kite. Yeah. Kite. This way too close to a slur for me, especially when we're talking about Nazis yeah, in Germany. Yeah, yeah. A little, uh, yeah. <laughs> Kite used a 10th anniversary party for Coca-Cola to order a mass Zieg Heil Nazi salute in honor of the oh. 50th birthday. Oh my God. He declared that this was to commemorate our deepest Whoa. admiration of our Fuhrer. Whoa. I'm really oh. Dr. Seuss got canceled, and that's a trillion years old, but Coca-Cola doesn't. Coca-Cola no, straight up saluted Hitler. And they don't get canceled. You to be less white. Oh my god. Jeez, be less. It was straight up saluted Hitler and was made by a guy in the Confederate Army. And you're telling us about our our, our shit. Oh, you're literally linked to the, you're linked to slavery and Nazis. It was like the two yeah. things over the past two hundred years. Your corporation is directly linked to them. Yeah, indelibly. Are you serious? Oh, this is this gets better. 
This gets better. Okay. Coca-Cola wasn't alone in ignoring Hitler's increasing aggression. Other American industries, such as Hollywood, overlooked oh. Nazi Germany's human rights atrocities and went out of their way to retain German business. This is like Christmas. <laughs> Man, I wonder... This never happened before where Hollywood went out of their way to retain business from a very evil country that puts people in camps. This is amazing. Um, oh, my God. You are right, sir. What a parallel you just drew. Yeah. A apparently, is... too, I don't know if you heard about that, but Gary mentioned it on the Nooner that um, China, I guess, declared like homosexuality is now a mental illness. Huh. Yes, and we'll see you know, how uh, all of our I'm, very... You know what? I just know our media, who's so for the LGBTQ um, community, I know uh, platforms like this who are so for that community, they're going to have something to say to China, of course. I'm sure right? they will. I'm sure yeah. they will. You know, they go after all those gay, the, the guys who won't make the cakes, those uh, anti-gay bakers. They go yeah. hard after them. They cancel everyone who, who doesn't say a kind thing. They went after Dave Chappelle for crying out loud. I'm sure they would never uh, imbue their own, into imbue, no, they wouldn't contradict their own integrity no. and, uh, and not go after China. No, I'm sure they wouldn't do something like that. No, yeah. no, no. I'm sure we'll just watch in the next following weeks where they criticize and chastise and stop doing business out of protest. I'm sure that'll happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, let's keep reading this amazing article. Goodness, right. yeah. We have hey, to. Hitler, thank you so much, Sentient Dildo. You are an asset to this channel, my friend. Yeah, All you right. are, man. Hitler's invasion of Europe in 1999 did not phase uh, Kite or the Atlanta Bay's... I got to... Uh, Keith, I'm just saying, Keith or K or something. Yeah, uh, didn't fail. Get monetized hopefully in a few weeks. So uh, we, yeah, we, 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 I don't like going. this. It makes me uncomfortible. All right. Yeah, didn't face Keith or Atlanta-based Coca-Cola either. <laughs> the company continuously supplied its German subsidiary with syrup and supplies. By the way, this is all during uh, rations because when we were during war, well, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe we weren't rationing things yet in 1939 because I don't think we were. We weren't attacked yet. So okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, the company continuously supplied its German subsidiary with uh, syrup and supplies. In addition, Keith followed German troops into conquered countries such as Italy, France, and Holland. Allies! Wow. To take over their respective Coca-Cola businesses. Wow! That's crazy! Holy shit. So, wait, let me get this straight. At this point, Coca-Cola is already an international company. Uh -huh. The fucking guy linked to the... <laughs> That's fucking brutal, man. I gotta He's make like, a well, about this. This is crazy. My country, yeah. My country happens to be in power right now, and they're taking over all your country. So I'm gonna just take over whatever Coca-Cola operations. Apparently, parent company Coke is like, well, that's just how it crumbles. This is great. Wow, this is awesome. Okay. Um by 1940, Coca-Cola was the undisputed soft drink king of Nazi Germany. This is amazing. Oh, shit. According to legend, there's a photo in the Coke archives of military leader Hermann Goering chugging a bottle of Coca-Cola. Oh, my God. Hitler was rumored to enjoy the caffeinated beverage while watching American movies like Gone with the Wind. Oh, no. Oh. Then in December 7th, 1941, Japan bombed Pearl Harbor. The U.S.'s entrance into World War II meant that American companies had to immediately stop all business activities with the enemy, which I'm sure Coca-Cola did. In addition, the German government was threatening to seize enemy-owned businesses. General Motors pulled out of Germany, though uh, uh, 
Opel, 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 a fully owned subsidiary of GM still operated there, but I think that's technically a French company. Um, I'm not sure though. <laughs> IBM's operations were seized by the Third Reich, though con controversy exists on how much they contributed to the German war effort. Coca-Cola HQ in Atlanta also cut off communications with Germany. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Coca-Cola was in the verge of going flat. Keith couldn't make Coke, and at any point, uh, the Nazi government could seize his beloved company. But he had an idea. He had an alternate beverage specifically designed for the German market. <laughs> Dude, this guy this actively crazy. made like business with our enemies. Yeah. Oh my God, wow. this is amazing. This okay. Guy comes to go ahead. Working with this chemist, Keith patched together a recipe with the limitations imposed by wartime rationing. That's what I thought was going on, but I was wrong. It was basically made from the leftovers of other food industries, fruit shavings, apple fibers, the pulp, beet sugar, and whey, the liquid remaining after milk has been curdled and strained yes. during cheese production. Today in this concoction, Keith told him to use their imagination. Joe Nip, a salesman, pitched Fanta, shorthand for the German word for fantasy. It stuck. <laughs> this guy created a product. Coca-Cola's lead guy in Atlanta created a product designed to be sold to Nazis during the World War II. Yeah. It designed to use what they could with the rationing. What a piece of shit. This is amazing. Um, I don't want to answer anymore. That's for sure. Fanta saves Coca-Cola GmbH. I don't know what that GmbH is. Sales rose gradually during the war, particularly as other choices became harder and harder to find. It wasn't simply drunk either. Fanta was popular as sweetener for soups due to the severe sugar rationing since the drinks were now earned an exemption from rationing after 1941. It was likely used for a variety of other cooking and baking needs. It was Fanta or nothing. Tristan Donovan, author, author of the book Fizz, How Soda Shook Up the World, had a pretty much market dominance during world time. Uh, during wartime wow wow for for pendergrast there's little doubt that keith worked with the nazis but he sees keith as a corporate man rather than nazi nazi ideologue that's even worse that's even worse he doesn't have values he was just selling it to whoever would buy it and this is the the brand that tells you to be less white that's terrific. And yeah, since you deal though, YouTube, speaking of the words we're using, they're like that with censorship. So it doesn't have to be a, a mod or anybody deleting your comments because some comments don't always get a YouTube just eats them. No, oh, yeah. Sorry, dude. No one here is deleting comments for sure. I wouldn't think so anyway. Yeah. Um, Beza, just like I said, yeah, buddy. That's yeah, buddy. crazy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And he uh, he was held as a hero. Wait. It says, despite being on the wrong side of history, I'm reading a little bit down, he said, uh, Keith didn't get his wish. Partially, he was held as a hero by the Americans back in Atlanta for keeping the company alive in Germany. What? The company's VP in sales. Harrison Jones both praised Keith by calling him a great man for opening and operating in dire circumstances. He was given the command of Coca-Cola. Oh, Europe. my God. <laughs> this story is crazy. It's been poke. Uh, yeah, Buckaroo ba Bazer. I'm fucking up your last part. Your name, Buckaroo. That's that's uh, the Chinese slang term for white liberals. 
Is it Bezu? Okay. Bezal? I think it's Bezal. Bezal. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been public knowledge for decades. Everyone chooses to ignore it. I did not know this, and I'm glad I do. I, this is I've learned so much from doing YouTube, and this is a I knew a little bit about Coke. I didn't know it was this bad. I think I heard something about this, but I didn't know it was this bad. And especially, and now considering, like them, you know, with their racial preaching, it's like you literally made money on the Nazis. Yeah. Like you literally made money and on praised it after the fact. Praise the guy, like, hey, even though you guys you promoted were him, him. <laughs> you promoted him. He, when Hitler was taking over countries in Europe, he just took over the Coca Cola operations for whatever country he was taking over. Yeah, he just went in right behind him. <laughs> and they praised him again. And he, he ends up being the head guy in Coca Cola Europe. He was promoted for this. This that is like is amazing. In the movie Liar Liar, and I'm I'm almost about to dox myself because my damn mouse is on start cam. I have my mask off, so you're almost about to see. Me. <laughs> but uh, in the movie Liar Liar, he talks about uh, there's like a scene where the girls talks about oh man, these people who got off for trying to rob somebody's house and getting hurt, and then he says I could have got you more money. Like that's what it seems like. Like yeah, this is despicable, but he made a lot of money, so it was okay. And now they're preaching to everyone else. And apparently Buckaroo Baizu says that there's an uh, advertisement in the uh, Hitler Youth Handbook That's for true. Fanta. I believe it. I Sheesh. Believe it. I don't want a Fanta at all, man. Yes, since you did. The war is excellent business. It's, it's why we're back to bombing shit immediately. Isn't that great? Yeah, right? Well, how, yeah, how, what a coincidence. Oh, my it, God. Sheesh, that's wild. That's wild. Coca Cola literally profited on on genocide. Absolutely, absolutely. So we see that you know we talk about Disney and major corporations who currently you know everyone's in bed with China. They're basically profiting off of genocide uh, modern day, and you see that this is not new. This is what has been baked into the corporate mindset for a long time. And just the fact that they're going so cancel happy, it's okay to cancel the Muppets. It's okay to cancel Dr. Seuss, which is around the same era, pretty much is the same era that we're talking about with all this stuff. But these big corporations, it's so funny how their transgressions don't really get the same light. Isn't it funny? I think we should call call for Coca-Cola to give back all the money that they made during World War II to yeah. the victims of the victims' families of the Holocaust. I think it's only right you made millions of dollars. Let's adjust the dollars for modern dollars, obviously. Yeah. All the money and that Coca-Cola made, I think it should 100 percent be given to the families of these uh, of, of the Holocaust victims. Why not? I 100 percent agree. You could um, and I'm sure the accounting. I'm sure the accounting's right there. You could go down the numbers and figure out exactly how much it was. Yeah. Do the right thing, Coca-Cola. Yeah. I'm sure they won't. I'm sure that'll, that'll never happen. That is um, God, that and is the Islington so cool. girl says, I feel dirty now. I feel a little bit like, man, I don't know if I ever want to get it. Like, I was already a little swirly with Coca-Cola. I need any excuse I can to not drink Coca-Cola or any pop. I call it pop because I'm from Detroit. I know soda everywhere else. But any excuse I can to not drink that shit, I need. So I'm going to go ahead and take it, man. That's pretty fucked up. Seriously, That's all jokes aside, it's really fucked up. It's fucked up because it's like 
not only was it not like looked down upon or there hasn't been any kind of like, uh, you know, consequences. It's like the guy got promoted. Got promoted. Yeah. Like, hey, in the way 50s, to go. after yeah. the fact. Yeah. Way to go like, make money on those Nazis. That really worked for us. We appreciate it. Yeah. So they were A-OK with it. And now they're A-OK coming out this shit. That is amazing. That is amazing. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Well, my friend, we approached uh, two hours today. Yeah, I see that. How do you feel so, about yeah, wrapping it up? Yeah, let me get back on camera for the wrap because I've been off camera trying to read that shit. And because I, I cannot read through this fucking mask. No, we got one get- day I'll have a new mask and I'll read. I'll be able to read through. But uh, until that day, I'll be all janky. But give, yeah, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'd say give some. Give uh, we got to get some tips going to uh, Vigilante Williamson. Give him some coin base, so uh, some money, so that we can get him a new uh, a new mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get give Vigilante's the, mask. The Vigilante needs a new mask fund. Yeah, and uh, just put my channel in the chat. Please sub if you have it. Um, I know a lot of you already are sub. So yeah. there's not that many people that ha- are in the chat that I don't recognize. So Buckaroo by Zoo, which I think you may have just recently subbed anyway. So if you have a sub, uh, please do. I-, I talk about a lot of things we talk about here. I have my uh, show, The Vigilante Wins, show tomorrow. Then I'll be back on Matt's channel on Friday for the MFR, which I love. It's become kind of funnest part of the week for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you have a sub, please do sub. I, I just released a new video talking about the Superman situation. I asking, does anybody really care about it? Because I don't really think people do. Um, um, I think Superman's kind of a dead franchise that they're. It is. Yeah, but no, but but for you guys who are new to the channel, uh, the MF for Cocktail Lounge is a show we do every Friday night. It's a blast. It's really more yes. like just like a hang. We're busting each other's balls. We do it at 8 o'clock Pacific, which is like right after FNT. So tune us to We go yeah. late. We go all night, so check that show out. It's really, really fun. Uh, yeah. it's, it's my, my favorite thing to do. Uh, the Since your dildo girl. tries to get us to cancel ourselves, it's great. Yeah, it's terrific. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, the Islington Girl. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Jesus. What, what the fuck? I forgot all about that. Oh, my God. I got to go back. What? That was the, the, the last podcast. Fellas. Yes. Oh, my God. God. Yes, that was incredible. Some of the stuff you find on the damn internet, right? I'm amazed I still have a channel. That was something else. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, uh, yeah. The past few weeks have probably been hairy, but hey, successful, most successful week of your channel, I'm sure. Uh just just what see else? Hatch asked, why did I pick Saturn as my logo? Well, to be fair, I did have this logo designed, so they kind of picked it. But the idea is that I cover a lot of science fiction on this channel. So it was that, but that's also a film reel in the middle. So it's kind of like science fiction film is like my brand. That's what I talk about. That's what I love. That's what I dig. So that's why. That's why. Plus, it's fun. It's spacey. That's why I've got the Andromeda Galaxy behind me. I like outer space. It's fun stuff. Uh, the Islington Curl says she, she can't agree. It's a fun show. Oh, and additionally, additionally, you have to go sub over to Vigilante Williamson if you enjoy oh, yeah. this show because next week we'll be on his channel. Same bad yeah. time, but on his channel. We go back and forth, Inquisition style. One week my channel, the next week Vig's channel. So if you enjoy what you heard today, uncovering Nazi plots with Coca-Cola, <laughs> feel <laughs> yeah. free to uh, make sure you sub over to him so you can see us next week. We'll be there and you know, so on and so forth. Yeah, keep the fun going, man. Keep the fun going. This has been a really fun show, man. This has been the, this is the third week of this. Yeah, third week. Mm-hmm. Issue number third three. And it's been really week. fun. Really fun. 
fucking blast and we're out to get you culture criminals yeah we are a superhero duo and we will not rest until we get you until we take you down because that's what we do we're cultural crime fighters watch out watch your back all right guys that's gonna do it for us thank you so much for watching you can check us all again in two days we'll be on the uh, mfr cocktail lounge at like 8 p.m pacific Thank you so yeah. much for hanging out. Uh, Buckaroo Bizal, Eric K. Hell, Eric K. Love, love, love that like button. I love his sentiment. Ascension uh, Dildo, you are an asset as always. The Islington Girl, you are a ter terrific addition to this channel. I love that you're here. Uh, Jesse Hatch, hello, sir. Hello, sir. Hey, drama to sus. Well, mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. uh, just another red shirt, my man. He's often on the uh, uh, MFR Cocktail Lounge. You can see him yeah. there. Jake D was hanging around here. Rajesh Taylor, as always. Rowan Ginger Raven. You guys are all American heroes, and I love you very much. Thank you so much for hanging yeah. with us. And we'll see you all on the next one.